you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The I didn't hear one lie. I have rejoiced in all of them truths. So you know, as always, the, the goal here, and this is such a teachable moment, right? Because the goal here is always to be able to pull something beneficial and nurturing to your soul from the clip that we offer, mm. you know, for consumption. And I often, you know, I find a, you know, unorthodox look or take or, you know, uh, something you normally would not find, a diamond in the rough, if you will. Mm-hmm. In this case, it was like the the aces and the kings and the, the queens was just handed right to me. It was like my <laughs> whole hand, I'm finna just run a Boston, okay? I'm winning with this clip choice. Not the now, terminology. And see, this here is more of a spiritual moment, believe it or not. Because, you know, like this baby said, Donald Trump is the devil. Now, that was her take. But what makes it something that is, is, is worthy of consideration and real acceptance is the fact that it was out of the mouth of a baby. <laughs> and, you know, everybody believe what you want. But in every book, you know, the Quran and the Bible and everything, there's some part that can be construed to say out of the mouths of babes. <laughs> Okay. I've heard. It took me a minute. I didn't know what she was saying at first. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I'm like, then you Wait. caught on and you started. <laughs> That's right. You, she began to minister to your soul. And you know, you can't help when you got a calling over you. I was waiting for the you beat to saying? come in and everything. I was right. like, okay. Oh, you she know, Summer made that. a remix. You know, you know they did. Shout out EDM. to um, You know they did, and don't tag us in any. Oh, Sway God, the please, remix guy. Shout out to Sway the remix guy and I Complexity. They both kill those little internet remixes. But the point is, back to this baby, okay? This baby, this cherub, okay? (laughs) You know, I just want to say thank you, and I do agree with what you said. And so the hashtag this week, we're not even going to give that person any shine. The hashtag this week is out of the mouth of babes. Out of the mouth of babes. Pay attention to your children and what they say, because sometimes their unobstructed and objective point of view is necessary and relevant, and as we can see, quite legitimate. And with that being said, and with that most importantly being understood, 
There's just a few questions. Oh gosh. Oh. I forgot about these. Answers. Right. <laughs> As if I haven't been here these past couple of weeks. That's I was right. like, what has happened? It's a few QTNAs, a few questions that niggas is asking. <clears throat> questions that niggas. Question one. Will Phaedra Parks make up yet another lie on television? But this time, end up slapped by the storied matronly hand of Evelyn. Lay it low and spread it wide. Braxton? <laughs> Wait. That's right. This Phaedra's going to be on Braxton Family Oh, Values. like, when would More they ever that. be together? More on that later. <laughs> we ain't there yet. Will Jennifer Williams from Basketball Wives, or Basketball Ex-Wives, uh, okay. ever identify the source of the smell that has forced her to be seen on television for the last eight years with nostrils wide open. Oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> and last but not least. That's right. That's word to Creed. Yes. Shout out to Creed. What was that nigga's name that always sounded like that? Uh, Creed. Yeah. <laughs> the lead singer Something. Of it, it's on the tip of my tongue. I don't that, uh, what's his name? I'm about to Damn, look it yeah. Up. Please do because it's on the tip of my tongue. Okay. He's great. Um, last question. Will the funeral of the late, great, and legendary Aretha Franklin bestow the proper honor upon her legacy and contractually obligate the caterer to put celery seed in the potato salad? Wow. What? With these things being said, <laughs> known, answered, and understood, I would like to take this opportunity to welcome one, welcome all, and welcome everybody available to the Friend Zone, which is your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell? hell. Okay, who in the hell, hell wants a musty brain? No one is raising their hand. Sing Alicia Keys. No mm-hmm. No Y'all are in a singing mood today. Joyful, joyful, Lord, we adore thee. Okay. <laughs> how are your weekend? It's good. It's good. Hey, friend. Hey. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Good. So tell me what you did this weekend. Because I know I saw Miguel. Oh, my God. <laughs> your IG stories. Oh, my so I'd love God. to hear more yeah, from the mouth just, of babes. You know. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for respecting my privacy at this time. <laughs> you know, I... um. Definitely attended Afropunk by the grace of God, <laughs> and uh, it was just an enjoyable experience. I am a huge, 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 know every lyric, been around since day one, first single release, first project, Miguel fan. No I cap. love Miguel's music. You know, it is what it is. I'm, I just, I love him. I love his music. I love everything about his artistry. And uh, this was actually the New York stop on his tour, oh, so right. I knew that we would get a full-scale show. Um, and that's exactly what we got. Miguel, the nigga, was in perfect voice. Ooh, Every yes. entertainer has off days, on days, better days, and, you know, not so great days. Right. But this was one of He was in, like, peak vocal performance. Oh. Um, he was definitely connecting with the crowd, so he was dancing and really, like, getting into the performance element. He did a brand-new song called So I Lied that was absolutely beautiful, and I also recorded it, so I was in the and it was just dope. Like, Afropunk was great. Shout out to everybody I met there that showed love to the friend zone. Lots of love for the two of you. Like, yeah, everybody love loves y'all. Who else did you see perform? Um, her. You know, I caught up with her ass. Yes. <laughs> and I must say, like, I was thoroughly, 
thoroughly impressed. She was playing instruments. She too. was. She was yes. playing that guitar. Mm-hmm. She was killing it. And her voice was just beautiful. It was mm-hmm. impeccable. I caught some of Daniel Caesar, and then he ended up coming out. Her and him and her. <laughs> him and her performed um, best part yes. live at the end. So that was beautiful. And they sang wow. a little bit of nothing even mad. Nothing really matters. Oh wow! What? Yeah, it was wow. gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, I need <laughs> quite fortunate. I need audio. Um, very fortunate the internet caught a little bit of them oh, that was yes. amazing I, I bopped for a minute or two um, and then Katrinata Katrinata oh. was dope mm, yes. yeah Katrinata was really, really 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 dope you know and that wasn't nothing but a big ass dance party of course everybody was dancing it was old people literally people were in like wheelchairs like moving around to the beat of the yes. music like, it was so dope yes like Hell everybody yeah. was dancing the white people was on beat um, I saw a baby like you know babies look funny when they little diapers and they little ass be sticking up. I saw a baby stomping their little feet down on the ground. <laughs> I was like, Kate Trinata is really something else. He had, he brought everybody together. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you get to see Erica Badu? No. Oh, that's what I was hoping to see. Badu. I didn't get Badu. to see Badu. It was a by don't. <laughs> but of course we know it was a knockout. I mean it's Erica Badu, especially at Afropunk. And shout out to all of the activations and shit at Afropunk. They really stepped it up this year. What they do? Toyota had a huge activation. Um, oh. Garnier had like where? a huge like salon on the on the not on the side where our tent was mm-hmm. on the opposite side over in the back where all those tents were. Oh, the VIP, yeah, got you. Where activism row and all that stuff is. Mm-hmm. Um, Garnier had a huge like full scale salon with like this huge flower wall. They were literally doing. There oh, were hairstylists so working. Like the Essence Festival. There was right? a braiders row. Ooh. It was like amazing. Okay. Like yeah, so what? they really stepped it up this year with that. But it was so many goddamn people. It was so Still? hard to move around. Yeah. Because I thought this year they uh, did a better job than last year. Because last year was out of control. So oh, I thought yeah. this, the tickets seemed to sell out faster this year. So I assume maybe they, like, capped it. A little smaller. She didn't still, feel like that. I still want to go to Afropunk in a different country, and it was so crazy that I was in Paris the same weekend as their Afropunk. That was like nuts to oh, me. Oh yeah. So like to go to Afropunk in like South Africa or somewhere that Johannesburg, would be so. Johannesburg, yeah, yeah, that, that should would be, be fucking so sick. fucking dope. Yeah. Next time. Yes. Right. Right. How about you, Sante, Mr. Poolman? Right. Shout out to 305 Live. Uh, yeah, shout out to 305 Live taking it to the West Coast in L.A. for the second year. Um, It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Everybody got in the pool, which is amazing. You know, you don't have pool parties where you, people, you have pool parties where people are bougie and act like they're scared to get in. But then you have pool parties where everybody and their mama getting in. Yeah. They, everybody getting wet. It was amazing. DJ, Shout out to DJ Queen of Space. Okay. Turning it up playing all the tunes it was amazing it was shout out to your seafoam braid bob shout out to the african lady that decided to braid my shit up and have me looking right for the west coast (laughs) everybody's been loving the braids um this is trunks uh he's an anime character from dragon ball z um and now i'm black trunks so i'm here and i've been having a great time and i'm gonna continue to do so yeah west coast is amazing it's a trap I don't think I'm going to live there, but I would love to get booked for the West Coast so I can have projects there and be like, all right, well, I got to go back to New York. <laughs> you want to live there? Short term. What makes you say that? So, yes or no. Like, right? Like, I would live there for, like, maybe, like, three to six months at a time or something. Like, I, I would love to there to be there seasonally. I don't know. It's just something about New York. New York has a pulse, and I'm sure L.A. has a pulse as well. But, like, it's something about the New York City pulse. And I'm a, I'm a yeah, night owl. Yeah, but which one of them did uppers? <laughs> 
Which one of them is really zooming? <laughs> you know what? It has to be New York for me because I'm really about nightlife and night in I New York. Agree. New York is always on. Always on. I can get up at 2 2 a.m. if I want to and find somewhere to go. You sure can. Like, for no fucking reason. And and as of late, it could be on my own block. So I'm just like, (laughs) damn. Like, what the fuck? I can literally go to a bar here. I ain't even got to get on the train. Get wasted if I want to. It's just something about L.A. that's... They still need, like, a night scene. Like, if there was, like, a really, really dope, like, after-hours scene in L.A. Everything or something. Everything closes so early. Yeah, everything be closing at 2. Mm-hmm. Man, right. We had nobody, a, don't nobody want no damn DUI driving all over the goddamn no. place in the middle of the night drunk in L.A. That's why New York works. Yes. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. The train and cabs and the traffic in L.A. is exhausting too oh my god don't get me started about that damn yeah, traffic two hour cushion for no fucking you reason get everywhere. you in that traffic you just be driving and turn and all of a sudden I'm like why are these cars piled up like, oh it's just traffic I'm like oh okay this is random time to have traffic <laughs> other than that LA was amazing but I'm like I said glad to be back Yay. in New York City welcome home thank you Fran you look like you had a great weekend as well yeah Fran your hair's still fresh okay ah, thank you came through dripping <laughs> drip okay <laughs> We're the braid twins over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, you see, I got my hair Twisty braided. Twins. Oh, because we haven't even been on since our live show. Oh, right? Shout out to everybody yes. that came out. Yes. Thank you so much to Mouse Jones. Thank you so much to DJ, DJ Miss Milan. Milan. Thank you so much to Jade. Thank you so much to Kia. Thank you so much to Naima fucking Supreme. Thank you so much to her dancers. And Jarrell of Oh, Jarrell. Yes. Thank you so much, Jarrell. Who had our Q&A. Yes. So lit. Yes. So I ain't even lit. gonna hold you. Okay. <laughs> Jarrell represented. He did. Because, you know, he didn't been to school. Okay. <laughs> the live show was super fun. It was the first one. No, that's actually the second time we've actually posted it. I think we posted our first anniversary live show. I think, mm. right? I'm not sure. I don't think, I think we, we did. did. Yeah, I think we posted the audio for that. I'm pretty sure. Um, so this was fun to just kind of do something different. You guys yes. enjoyed it. I'm glad that yes, you all listened. And all those of you who attended, your energy was amazing. Yes. I feel like we laughed the entire time. So thank you for supporting our G-year anniversary. And y'all looked good. Totally no. smelled good. Yeah, it was, was great. beautiful. Yes. So thank you for that. And the next stop. Okay, September 22nd, we're going to be in Toronto. Then right after that, you're going to catch us in Charlotte, October 5th. Then we move on to Seattle, October 13th. And then December 14th, we'll be in Washington, D.C. VIP is limited in all cities, sold out in some already. Yeah. So please go and get your tickets at thefriendzonelive.com. We are so excited to see all of you everywhere we're going. And we and, have a fun announcement soon. Yes, and stay tuned because <laughs> you definitely might catch us in some other cities. Yes, you will. Okay, maybe a college campus or two. Who knows? <laughs> Shit. So we'll be giving you guys the update on that as soon as it's finalized. But tons of, tons of, tons of good news coming up. Yes. Um, as far as my weekend, okay. uh-huh. it was super fun. I spent it um, with the girls. Yeah, you had a little girls yes. weekend. Shout out to Jade and Crystal yes. and Amber. We went to yes. the Color Factory, which is this really dope uh, sensory and color-based exhibit, art exhibit down on Spring Street. I think it's sold out. They they may have expanded it because of how well it did and sold out pretty quickly. But mm-hmm. it's so oh, much wow. fun. They have like the ball pit. They had um this flow chart that was like human size. So mm-hmm. you could like walk and it would ask you questions like, Would you be in a reality show? And then when you go and follow like yes, no, maybe. And 
as you keep answering the questions, it leads you into different rooms. Oh. And like the rooms have colors and smells, and then it takes pictures of you and you can pose in the room. So it's just fun. Okay. It sounds amazing. There's one part too that it kind of looks like the glass. Um, where when people in jail talk to each other, like yeah. the glass with the phone, yeah. there's one room like that. And so whoever you go with, <laughs> you guys sit across from each other and you put on the headphones, but you don't talk to each other. There's someone guiding you and it tells you to look up at the person and like you look at them for a couple minutes and stare at each other and then you close your eyes and have to remember what they had on and draw it. <laughs> this sounds so okay. dope yeah and then it does like different kind of prompts like that where it's based on how attentive you are to detail of like the things around you the colors and, and just like the scents and everything so it's Ooh, cool it's a very cool sensory cool. experiment I, I can't wait to go yes I totally suggest that second, you check it out Color Factory uh, I think it's colorfactory.co I think it's the website or it might be .com but either way if you just write Color Factory you can also go on my Instagram hey friend hey because I tagged it if you want to go directly to it but it's so much fun when you were talking about doing that last part I thought you was talking about some ASMR live type stuff for a second. it felt like, like it some of it <laughs> Janet just did that did you guys see that Jenna is the originator of ASMR. Yeah. But it was really funny because she was talking it, in like her real her voice. Her regular voice. Like, no. <laughs> she was, that made she's such a good sport because she obviously sees the jokes that people of crack. Of course, you know? I loved it. Personality. That's what yes. makes people like artists. It's nothing worse than a dry-ass artist that don't show no personality. <laughs> That's why Janet is 50 years old having fucking kids and dancing. Niggas still going to the concert. Like She's just personality. Did you see the Maya episode? Maya nope. the artist? Of of ASMR that same that no, same show. No, what was she doing? She hers was funny as fuck because she's just eating vegetables. Oh, she's she's vegan. vegan. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> so she's wait. just sitting there chewing on like a celery stick. Oh my god! I don't even think she. I talks. need everybody to pause for one moment. Wait, so there is a show where the celebrity ASMRs. Do... <gasps> okay, ASMR is weird as fuck. But JID that... has one too, and his is funny as hell. Like it's just cute. I don't know who came up with it, but it's genius. <laughs> Yo. That right there, that's a market. Right? ASMR is weird as fuck, but that right there, that's that's genius. <laughs> that's like that all deaf digital show with the kids. Oh yeah, I watched that. Right? When kids uh, ask the questions. What is it? I love it. I saw um, Rico Nasty had an episode uh-huh. last week. I heard a Rico Nasty song. I don't remember what the name of it was, but it was the fu- it. When I say the shit. The shit. So, like, Jesus I'm interested you know now. We should talk more about Rico Nasty um, for the music segment. I have, oh, a, no. I have something very important I want to do for the music segment today. Okay. All right. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm willing to open up and learn <laughs> because I the like fucking her. song was the jam. I love her style. Just what she brings to the industry. Yo, the way she dresses is sick. We were just so watching cool, some of our videos right? this weekend, and I was looking, and I was like, everything is dope and matches. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just a bunch of dope shit thrown on. Because, you know, sometimes people will do that just to be extra. But her shit looks, like, fly. Like, it's very distinct and dope. Yeah. I love it. She's fly. I love Rico Nasty. Um, So we did that on Saturday. And we also saw Black Klansman. Oh, how, how was, was it? it? Which was hilarious to watch with Crystal because she was loud. Oh, my God, yes. And clapping and yelling <laughs> and talking about that's for white women and this, this. I was yes. like oh my god yes yes <laughs> and you know her laugh yes OMG yes. and then with Jade it was just a yes. crazy combination oh. but it's a good movie it's interesting uh, I don't know how I feel about the ending 
but oh, it's something that I would definitely suggest y'all see. And Denzel Washington's son is dope. Yeah, he better be able to act. His mama and his daddy are like right, yo, amazing. Yeah. He sounds just like his dad though. Yo, they have the same voice. Can it's I tell creepy. you? It That's takes me out. They showed that clip of him um, on the internet having the interview, getting them together by right? his mom, mm-hmm. and I just think it was so funny that he went into his daddy's voice to talk about he was giving that speech. I was like, "You were about you were going Denzel." Did he, he track her up like a lunch or what? Like, <laughs> I love Not my it. mama, bitch. Let me I explain something that. to you. I was like, where was your ass at when they was casting for Scandal? Because you would have been perfect for something. <laughs> Speaking of Scandal, shout out to the girl J. Cole on uh, Instagram, the, the comedian mm-hmm. who plays, she plays this little um, like schoolgirl in a, in a schoolgirl uniform. Uh-huh. And she was in the mirror like crying. And, the, and, she, and you can hear her playing the mother on the side. She's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I want my hair like this for back to school. And she's like, what? And she repeated herself. She's like, what did you want? And she holds up, I think it was a Glamour magazine. And a picture of Carrie, Carrie Washington with, like, her hair parted down the middle and pulled into, like, one big, like, crinkly ponytail in the back. And she's like, I want my hair like the girl from Scandal. <laughs> Oh my God. You it love was that so girl. funny. My stomach was in knots. It just you said scandal, and that's how I got there. I feel you. So that was my weekend. Um, are y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? Yeah, we finna, we finna, finna. I'm ready. So on, well, last week we played the audio from the live show, but the week before that we had an episode titled. Hey Auntie, where we hey, auntie. where we discussed our thoughts on aging, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. We shared how it's making us feel that we are getting up there. And as usual, you guys had a lot to say. So Asante, who stood out to you? I actually am going to be dipping into the SoundCloud streets hey, this now. week. Um, there are a couple of things that I want to say. Uh, the first person I want to highlight actually does not have an actual account, or they do because they are us- user 313-957-349. All I know is their comment says, funny enough, D. Woods was sitting a few rows ahead of us at the TDE concert. That sentence is too funny. Oh, my and God. And I just thought that was funny. And that is even oh, no. funnier to me today to read because uh, DK3 was actually performing on Sunday when we were in L.A. But I, We missed it. Or oh, shit. Weren't trying to go see it, but everybody was out, and I was so mad. I was like, damn, I can't believe we are the same weekend as fucking Danny Kane doing some shit. <laughs> but that was funny as hell. It stuck out to me. I also wanted to uh, call out Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca says, I've had grace since 22, 23, and I'm 38 now, and I have a lot more. I stopped dyeing my hair maybe four years ago and just kept it salt and pepper mixed with, in with my natural color, which is a dark brown, almost black. But Fran is right about different products for different lengths. I found out that when I cut all my hair off four years ago and grew it out, I had to change my shampoo and conditioner after the cut because my scalp was more dry. The stylist I've been going to for years recommended doing that because after a while, your hair won't take to certain products like they used to. I read that because um, I want to shout my mom out. My mom, she goes to see a different stylist because the one she was seeing before wasn't caring for her hair properly. And the lady was like, oh, yeah, the stuff that you've been using, you needed to stop using a long time ago. Like, that's why, like, the rest of her hair was, like, a certain type of healthy and, like, the new growth that she was getting it was growing indifferent. She was like, it's time for you to change your regimen. Mm. So I was like, damn. Like, not to be calling my mom out, but I just like, damn, this lady getting old. Like, she legit got to change up, like, her shampoo Tell and stuff. Tell me about it. But damn, I thought about that, and I had to read that. Thanks, Rebecca, for sharing that. What did you find, friend? 
actually found a few because you guys had a lot of funny comments. This one was for Dustin. So <laughs> T Smoke on SoundCloud said, Dustin, I'm only 35 minutes in and it's girl down over here. <laughs> so I'll never forget going to the intramural center in college for an off-season workout. I was on the volleyball team. We get in there, I hop on the bike, and next thing I know, I'm having a damn orgasm. <laughs> I can remember looking around like, can anyone see what is happening to me right now? I had an explosion and left out of there quick. My best friend ran. I almost said came. (laughs) Your best friend ran. (laughs) Ran after me asking if I was okay if I had hurt myself. I told her I think I overdid it but I was thinking no I'm great (laughs) we returned to the intramural the next day I walked up to the same damn bike and pedaled like my life depended on it I didn't achieve the results from the previous day but that was the only bike that I would get on whenever we had to go work out oh my god personal relationship at that point She'll never forget that. I'm trying to tell you, it's good. Thank you for singing Michael Jackson's hit. <laughs> you are not alone. You are not alone. I knew I wasn't by myself. Not her dating this bike, though. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. We're faithful. <laughs> uh, so the next one was Purple Rain 85, which focused on the aging conversation. And Purple Rain said, this topic was right on time. I've been helping to take care of my grandparents, and it is hard to see and deal with. It actually makes me not want to get old at all. After a particularly rough moment last night, my mom and I talked, and we really had to face mortality head-on with both my grandparents having health issues simultaneously over the past few weeks. My grandfather turned 90 in April. It's a blessing, but I can't help but feel that it's also a curse. No one wants to see their loved ones suffer or their quality of life change. Sadly, it is inevitable. I highly suggest that people talk with their parents or grandparents now about aging and care so that when the time comes, Mm -hmm. you'll be better prepared. I actually loved this comment because, I don't know, it's a little bit dark. Mm -hmm. And I know most people listen to our show in the morning, so I don't know how to approach it. But I do want to have an episode about death. And if you've thought about your arrangements, but I know that that's so dark. Yeah, Yo, you know, but it's, it's a real ass conversation. I'm glad I can. I'm glad you asked that today because when I was on my way to LA, I don't know what it was. Because, <gasps> like, no, let me tell you. <laughs> I, first of all, I missed my flight. First, first of all, first, of, let me take it all the way back. <laughs> when you see me on Thursday, friend, do you remember? Um, the ATM ate my card. Yeah. So like after the after that shit happened. Oh my happened, god, I forgot about that. The next day, I get up early to go to the bank. The bank opened thirty minutes late, so I couldn't even go. I had to get in the cab. I was late. I was late. Missed my flight because there were two accidents on the fucking way to the fucking flight. They couldn't have waited to get no goddamn car accident. Damn. <laughs> and what was so fucked up was I was right there at the airport when the first accident ended, and then Waze was like fifteen minutes has been added because of an accident. And I was oh, like, and so I was like, oh, this is talking about the one I just came out of. We just came out the accident and it was like no there's a new accident just happened wow. I was like this is some bullshit so I missed my first flight like a whole bunch of shit had been happening so when I finally got on the flight I was like damn what if I had dodged some shit but I didn't hear about nothing happening but what if it's gonna happen now and I was like alright <gasps> don't think about that stop cause it cause I started thinking about that movie Final Destination and you know how all the shit starts to happen it's like a butterfly effect I was like Okay, let me stop thinking about this. And then I just had to go to sleep when we were taking off, but I ended up waking right back up. So that's why I want to have the convo because I mean, first of all, it's inevitable that we're gonna all pass, which is sad. I don't, I can't imagine one of us not being in this room. I don't know why. 
But, you know, it's just those are things to think about. My mom and I have had the convo and she laughs at me because I get really, like, emotional. Like, I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. And she's super open about it. She's like, yeah, I want to be cremated. <laughs> I told her I, was, I saw a program where you can turn into a tree. And I think I want to do that. So instead of you coming to my you, right? yeah, so instead of you coming to my gravestone, you come hang at the tree. Isn't that amazing? You guys can have picnics in front of my tree. Like I would so rather. This is, so, this is such a friend thing to say. And <laughs> what a weeping! It better be a come weeping willow because that's what the fuck you gonna do. She talking about have picnics. Let's go to the dead friend tree. Y'all. Yeah, that's so what? cool. Friend, I will go to that tree and sob. <laughs> the hell you talking about have picnics and go to oh the tree God. everybody's seen and put um, lavender drops on the tree for me like come on drops we'll make on it a the thing. tree to attract some of my fucking tears <laughs> the trail of tears but I want to do an episode about this I just have to figure out how can we go about it in a way where it's like not super morbid and still like useful because mm. it's hard I remember when uh, Maya's uh, grandma died suddenly and Maya had to like rush out the next day and fly out and handle everything she never had to handle so like those there are things you don't know like calling the police what do you do with the body like you know like little details that we don't ever have conversations about mm. I think that would be a good show so keep that in mind put a pin in that one I mean we can no just talk about it I don't really want to keep it in mind and then the last one <laughs> is by August Bloom which uh, was talking about the aging too and remember I was saying that my bottom row of teeth are like crowding into each other now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so apparently that's a thing and August oh. taught me that it's called midline shift. And he said he learned about it in hygiene school. It's called a mesial. I don't know if it's mesial or mesial. Mm-hmm. One of the two, mesial drift, where the bottom row starts to look crowded. He said he's only 29 um, and his he's dealing with the same thing now. He says he misses the elasticity of 19 and 20-year-old skin. He wants to age gracefully and seeing his mom get older makes him think about health and what's important. So I love that we had this convo. I thought it was super relatable. Yes. What about you, Dustin? What'd you find in the Twitter streets? In them Twitter streets. What you got? (laughs) (laughs) He's so stupid. Um, (laughs) In these Twitter streets, one of the things I found really interesting came from Catcher of the Rye, a.k.a. At I N K E L I G E N T, so intelligent, who tweet who tweeted, um, ignoring my family at the time, which that enough was fun. That was like funny <laughs> enough for me. Like that was hilarious to me, ignoring my family at the time. And so I respond in text, please respect my privacy at this time. I blame look at Dustin. <laughs> you know how many people I've seen saying that? Now? That's like probably people's email signatures. You know? Here go another one from Witch Ass Bitch. U H H H underscore D E E B Z, Deebs, who tweeted, went to a trap cycling class last night, and somebody's name on the leaderboard was, please respect my privacy at this time. Stop this it. This is Dustin's influence in Seattle, LOL. <laughs> so, shout out to y'all for that really connecting because I'm glad that it is because it's going to influence the things that you do and say. You're going to start respecting each other's privacy at this time. And I love it. Okay. I also want to give a huge shout out from the Twitter streets to Official Smith, my boy Jared in L.A., who tweeted, LOL, damn, she read the fuck out of his ass. The bailiff would have had to restrain me. Along with this clip from Judge Lynn Toller of Divorce Court that deserves to be heard. So here we go. 
Oh, you, you're not entitled to anything, son. You're not entitled to do as you please or what you want or how you'd like to be. You are required to take care of your obligations. You don't want to be a man. Don't make a baby. You don't want to be a man. Don't get married. Yeah, you got to work for me. Everybody, he pays bills. I pay bills. She pays bills. She's paying bills. Why are you exempt? You pay your bills with the money that you make. Wow. And there's even more. Wow. <laughs> right. Which was hilarious. But what was even more funny was Judge Lynn Toler responded to the tweet and said, LOL, I was hot that day. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what makes Twitter funny. Yes, he said, yep, a sister was hot, LOL. So I thought that was hilarious. Um, I also want to give a huge shout-out to at uh, L-I-L-N-I-Y-Y-Y. You know, I don't know what the hell that means, but the point is she tweeted a video and attached it with a caption that says, if you can smoke a jack and beat my ass like this, I don't want no parts. And I'm not going to play this clip because the audio won't make sense, but it's a video of a fist fight between two women. And one has a cigarette in her mouth that she takes a puff out of as she's winning the fight. Wow. Yeah, so the cigarette stayed in her mouth. I was such so amazed. Um, Bitch move. I would like to give a shout out to none other than Cash Dial Senior, Cash Dial, the one and only. I tweeted Aaliyah. We (laughs) 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 that bitch here. I go challenge is still one of the funniest things on the internet. Nothing makes me laugh like that shit. (laughs) And the way they be popping (laughs) out, (laughs) they win it for me with the little lights. Hilarious. (laughs) Anyway, so I had tweeted, Aaliyah, We Need a Resolution is one of the hardest songs ever because it is. It's one of the greatest songs I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Castile tweeted me back and, and said, said, you have great taste in music. Oh, my God. Amazing. So I am unavailable to be told shit for the rest of the year. <laughs> Thank you. I love how much you yes. love Castile. I mean, you know, that's what it is. Um, I would also like to give a huge shout out to... At T.E. Sorry for the pause, y'all. <laughs> I'll be trying not to have dead air, but I want to make sure this is right. At T-E-Y-J-A-A, excuse me, at T-E-Y-J-A-Y-Y, who tweeted, am I nasty because I still like fish sticks? <laughs> Why am I that face? Wait. Your face. <laughs> Are fish sticks nasty? Well, you want to do it or you want me to do it? I feel like this is when they asked Candy about the roaches and she had to tell people why that was offensive to black people. (laughs) Fish sticks, right, represent just like low parental effort. Like just, I mean, fish sticks are the oven, the in oven equivalent of like Raymond noodles. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Okay. And so people have gone so far as to create a moment, a lecture in fish sticks, shall we? Yes, please. People have gone so far as to get creative with the presentation. There have been fish stick sandwiches, you know, where you then make a fish sandwich. You know, you toast the bread, put a little mayo, lettuce. You make put lay the fish sticks, put the cheese on top while they still hot, fresh on garnish. You then can take the fish sticks and dip them into a sauce of your choice. It could be ketchup. Could be ketchup and mustard mix. Could be barbecue sauce. Maybe a little honey sauce, mustard. You know, you want to get creative. Sauce. Once you grow up like this person who thinks they're nasty, maybe a little teriyaki. <laughs> you know, you never know. But fish sticks are multidimensional. They can also be cut up and added in the stuff. You know what I mean? So you might make some hash browns and then cut up the fish sticks and add that in and put ketchup over the whole thing. 
Mm-hmm. Fish sticks. <laughs> and so if they're, kid, they're often identified with children. Oh, and so okay. that's why this person thought that. I imagine you said low effort parenting. Yeah. And so it's something embarrassing about <laughs> being an adult and choosing to eat some fish sticks. Got you. You know, Got they come you. frozen in the bag. <laughs> the last tweet that I want to mention, we're going to close out with, comes wow. from another that, none other than Hey Friend Hey. What? Okay. I made the Twitter okay. 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 I feel awesome. Pulling up to the bumper on them. Top billing. My mom okay. made it. Who tweeted, I'm in my living room. Oh, no. <laughs> singing the theme song to oh, Power. Yes. <laughs> and someone in the hallway outside my door came in with the next one. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't understand. I just come from the forest. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. And the funny thing is I had... I know your ass was singing, too. No, let me tell y'all the story super quick. So y'all know Claude gaming his TV, right? Yes. You've been watching all kind of yeah, shit, haven't you? What? <laughs> I tell you, my couch has seen more of me this week than it has in the eight years I've been in that apartment. Okay, your couch is like, bitch, this is my bitch, space. Friend, they got a TV <laughs> So, Claude, my best friend recently moved, and he had, like, five TVs. He was like, please take one. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, all my friends have shows coming soon. I right. might as well get a TV. So... Long story short, for whatever reason, because, you know, the smart TVs have apps, mm-hmm. which is new to me. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, they got apps. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're on the Jetsons, girl. You know, so yeah. I, for whatever reason, his Hulu wouldn't log out. And I was like, fuck, man, I want oh, my own shit. Hulu because we have different channels and yeah, stuff. So yeah. finally, a girl from Hulu, I had called one time. They didn't help me at all. They said, you know, the TV isn't like, new enough or whatever they could do for it. I don't know, some bullshit. That's some shit. Yeah, then the other girl helped me. So, jokingly, um, when she finished, I started singing the Power theme song. Like, as a celebration, uh-huh. you know, what is the first line? How's it they go? say this is a big, big rich town. town. So I said that to her, like, just to make her laugh mm-hmm. because she actually helped me log out of it. And then I hear a guy in the hallway <laughs> talking about, I just come from the poorest part. I was like, shut the <laughs> That's me. That was, that was my ass. <laughs> and I loved it. That was such a New York such ass Such a moment. New York moment, The man. fact that my walls are that thin, though, <laughs> says a lot. That's like, such oh, a New York shit. moment, too, such ain't it? moment but I laughed I was like that was probably the funniest shit that's happened to me all year because he was in it and I kept hearing him hum the rest of it because he probably doesn't know 50's verse mm-hmm. <laughs> until he got in the elevator that's so <laughs> endearing though to hear people like do shit like that and so it just makes cute. you feel good but it's I real made Twitter happiness street, so that's you did yes. in the top part top billing <laughs> okay marquee shit <laughs> Who's on the Who's on the Who's on the menu tonight? Hey, friend, hey. <laughs> friend, hit that that run at the end of the damn song. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, who is that singing on that? Speaking of runs, big, rich time. I'm waiting for Greenleaf to come back. Ooh, when does that come back? I feel like it's tonight, mm-hmm. tonight and tomorrow what? night. Yes, so girl. Cut that TV on Are you being serious? I promise. Tuesday, well, tomorrow, it'll be yesterday. But that's not the point. Right now, it's tonight and tomorrow night. Two-night premiere. Amen. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) (laughs) You said who sings the power theme song? Yeah. That's Joe. Oh, yeah, you... We did talk about yeah. this once. Yes. Fucking it Joe, up. Yes. Like, killing it. Going in. They need to sell that. I bet you people would buy it. I would probably buy it. I totally would. 
I'd stream the hell out of it. I'm lying, lying under the covers. And the, well, we'll get to power because that it's last the, oh, episode. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. One more thing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to, I forgot I had a party this weekend at PS450. Yeah. And shout out to everybody that came. These girls had flown in from Ohio. Stop. Yeah, like, and the friend zone got a lot of love there too. So I definitely Sweet. wanted to mention those people. That was special to me. So yeah. shout out to them. Sweet. Yes. So right. y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? We might as well do that shit. It's a wild card episode wow, 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 wow. so y'all know what that means sir dustin well that's right you go ahead and take it away what are we doing today i'm scared to ask so no today you know as always there's pop culture moments that kind of capture my attention and that i would like to get your take on but i like to have i don't know fun when we talk about shit like that mm-hmm. and by this being the friends <laughs> on i always feel like we need to dig a little deeper yes so why not have our own version of Drum roll, but like a bongo drum. Ian, let's fix my life. Let's do the friend zone fix my life. Oh, right? Lord. And let's mediate a couple, you know, public, not feuds, but you know, public issues that people are having and just give our take on them. Okay. Shall we? Let's do it. Okay. Let's fix our lives now. Say it. <laughs> Did you do your homework? What do you do? You're a low down gutter snipe straight up out the hood. <laughs> Shout out to Ian, look. You should start. You should start the episode and be like, how she starts uh, the show. She's like, "Hello, beloved. This so, is Ayala. This week we're going to mm-hmm. be uh, opining on the things happening in pop culture, the things that resonate within you, the things that resonate within what's going on in the outside world, inside." <laughs> That's right. Does she really do that? She always like has like a little opening like a series. Monologue, like a rental opening car. monologue. A lot of times she'd be in a rental. Well, back in the day she would <laughs> be like in a rental car. What do you mean? Like, cause you know she would go to city to city. So like she would be in a rental car driving. Like I am in Nashville, Tennessee, getting ready to go see a family. You know she would like start come on production, like right? Yeah. Like you know how Max and Eve when they're doing catfish, they right. always like a little overview. Got Did you. you know Max left? He. <laughs> Because of the things that have been... No, no, he just wants to go on. He's doing... He's got, like, film, real, like, full-scale oh, film projects coming okay. out. Yeah, is but... Is that the end for, of Catfish? No, Neve said, you got me fucked up. I'm building this brand. The brand is strong. It's going to keep it? going. They got Catfish, Trolls, Catfish... Have y'all watched nuggets, that yet? Please catfish do not. Nuggets. Please do not talk about Cam Yancey and Rolling Ray. I saw that shit, but I'm just going to tell Cam you. Cam Yancey and Rolling Ray? Never mind, friend. Never mind. Don't Google it. Oh, and don't God. and don't add her on it. You know they're about to too late. Let me just say, and it, I'm man, right? it. because like, <laughs> I, there's just something I don't Damn give a fuck. Yonce. He really is a Rolling Ray. Really is a terrible person. But it's just something about like arguing with somebody in a wheelchair mm-hmm. like that. I just. I was uncomfortable watching that. You know, I don't give a fuck about nothing. Mm-hmm. So for me to be like, damn, like I don't like that. And Wait, rolling. Okay. You just yeah. That's all you needed was that one word to answer your question, didn't you? Right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And friend. Look, friend. And he is so rude, like <laughs> terribly rude, terribly rude, like just a, a nasty, mean. Terrible person, and now because he's been given a platform on television, I see more of him on my timelines. He always he has like Gucci bags and stuff and hanging the, or off his the back makeup of the chair. just be done, and so he just yeah. be giving a look in the camera and shit. Oh and my going God. off just saying horrible things to people about their mothers, all kind of stuff. And so you know that boy threw that shit in his face, but oh, they have the whole like, episode. Oh, I'm watching it. Oh. <laughs> 
trolls, Cam Yancey and Rolling Ray. After Cam Yancey's Nicki Minaj <laughs> fan video went viral, already... he became oh the target. Wait, he became the target of a relentless trolls, homophobic slurs, and now he's ready to confront his harasser. And when I tell you Rolling Ray is such a little Kim stand, when he pulled up on Charlemagne Oh, too, is that what their beef is? Yeah. Wow. Oh, you know what? This is amazing. You know, the children. So, like I say, I say that to say the catfish brand is strong. So, even though right. Max yes, is, yes. you know. Wow. But it must have been a wise choice. You know, Max has always had great hair, so I don't expect nothing but wise decisions coming from him. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, he leads with wisdom. Dead. You know what I mean? Well, we're ready for you, Dustin. All right, so let's fix some lives. So, <clears throat> are you familiar with the Braxton sisters? Yes. Oh, Lord. Okay, right? <laughs> so, bust this. So, they have a reality show on um, WeTV that's super insanely popular. It's like the number one show on WeTV, all these other things. And so, yeah, they're like six seasons in, right? Wow. I yes. didn't know that. Six. Yes. Um, and it's really popular. Like Damn. I said, all the sisters have gone on to have like other careers. Trina has taken Kiana Dancy's position on Sister Circle Live. Remember the talk show I watched oh. all the time, and there was a comedian that wasn't my necessarily my favorite. They replaced her. Yeah, she's no longer with the show. Is she that said your fault, that they. Destiny? She said that they decided to part ways, and I cannot, um, I cannot gloat <laughs> over you know somebody losing the job. I'm just no, not about to do not. that. But she's no longer on the show. Trina Braxton sits in that seat now. How's she doing? Wonderful, and she introduced herself as she said, "We well, you know how they go across the panel and they say, mm-hmm. I'm Selena Johnson, I'm Rashawn Ali, I'm Miss Quad, yours truly, Miss Quad. And Trina Braxton said, And I'm Trina Braxton, and she did the yep. hand next to the face, so I was already sold. And I was just, you know, Kiana dancing, she served her time, mm-hmm. you know, and she had a nice run, <laughs> and you know, they'll always have that. And so Trina Braxton is there now, and it was great to see her, you know, on the panel with the ladies. The chemistry was wonderful. Yes. But anyway, so back to the Braxtons. So they've all gone on to do other things, and apparently they were, like, very unhappy with the terms contractually that they were under with WeTV. They felt like they deserved far more money, and they, they specifically mentioned, like, the clothing allowance and things like that. And so I saw some pictures, like, on Tamar's IG. They were all at Disney World together as a family sidebar, cutest trip ever. Aww. Like, so cute. Everybody was there but Tracy. Um, she had something else to do I can't remember. <laughs> But um, maybe she was working on her album, which I listened to, and it's good. You had us listening to it, and it was very yeah, good. Yeah, I actually saved good. it. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to get us a yeah, couple of takes. Yeah, get into Fucking it. Tracy Braxton, right? right? But what a testament to the power of the show. You mm-hmm. know, Tracy Star, they've been buffing and polishing it, <laughs> and so it's starting to shine. But anyway, um, so they were unhappy. They walked off. They decided to stop filming. The sisters apparently had some sort of meeting, and they, you know, sought legal counsel and they decided to stop filming shutdown production like we're not shooting anything else right well that was the plan and then tracy showed up for filming Mm. she decided to go against everything everybody else had already they had collectively decided to do and she showed up to film i remember when the headlines dropped everybody was like you know the braxton's went on strike or whatever and Tracy was the only one who showed up to film. And I remember thinking, like, how they going to leave Tracy out? <laughs> like, I know Tracy's ass probably just forgot and showed up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something right. like that. You know, Tracy ass. <laughs> I thought that was just bluffing until we yeah, got the well, paper, I know the thing, mommy. And so, <laughs> right. you know, anyway, but she showed up to film. 
went on to get into some sort of, you know, deal with WeTV where they have recast Braxton Family Values temporarily for this season and, like, brought on Phaedra Parks. Wait a minute. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, what? Phaedra Parks. Let me tell you. Phaedra Parks. Flavor Flav. (laughs) Wait a minute. Natalie Nunn. (laughs) What? Phaedra Parks, Flavor Flav, Natalie Nunn, New York, Tiffany Pollard. All these people are going to appear over these episodes, and Phaedra's is a multi-episode arc. Um, I guess Tracy is going to go on some sort of road trip. Uh, on the show. Oh my God! Uh, uh, uh-huh. this, is this is a train wreck. Yeah. This is a train and wreck. And she's been doing full press and promotion for the show. Phaedra wow. has been sitting <laughs> side by side. Yeah, Phaedra sitting by her side. Um, of course, Tamar spoke on it in her way. She said um, that she called Phaedra Phaedra Braxton, <laughs> um, which, <laughs> which <laughs> takes me right back to paperback toy. It was one of those hilarious, like unforgettable quips that Tamar is famous, well, infamous for. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tamar called her Phaedra Braxton and then went on to say that she didn't have any problem with Phaedra personally. And then went on to say that, but ain't nobody about to watch that. It's late. It's, ain't nobody watching it. No way. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and that it was generally a bad idea to add these people who weren't Braxtons to Braxton Family Values. Right. It doesn't make sense. Tawanda, right? <laughs> Tawanda, like just do a Tracy spinoff, spin exactly. Yeah. But that, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. You're right. You're right. You're right. Tawanda, who never says anything about anything other than the fact that she don't like her ex husband, she commented though, right? She said, "You know what? We all know what happened." We all met together as a family. Tracy then blindsided us all and went and met with we and did, you know, do, is doing whatever she's doing. We know the truth, blah, blah, blah. Tawanda's word is kind of like legitimate and you can kind of bank on it because mm-hmm. she never engages in anything. Her and Tamar have had public fallouts because, you know, she doesn't do that engaging shit online. Tamar does and it's created like, you know, differences between them. So now there's this huge fallout between the sisters. Like, none of them have supported this season of Braxton Family Values. It just premiered, like, two weeks ago. None of them have done any press, any promo, none of that. Trina then did a gossip interview where she basically said that Tracy kind of, like, blindsided everybody and did it anyway, and she doesn't understand how they're going to have Phaedra on there, you know, and things like that. Today, the headlines broke that they're going to actually go on a Yonla Fix My Life. All of them. Tony, Tamar, Trina, Tawanda, Tracy. I'm not sure if the brother's going to go, but he don't really go, period. And then the parents are going to go on there as well. Wow. So oh, we're going to get to the bottom of this. I'm not sure how effective Ianla is going to be, but, you know, Ianla in conversation with the sisters, I think is going to be quite interesting to watch. I'm also very interested in watching Ianla and the mother engage in conversation. <laughs> Ianla and Miss Evelyn. That's going to be good. But, you know, I hope this becomes a spinoff. I hope this mm-hmm. leads to, um, if the Braxons do decide to continue the Braxton family values again down the road, if Ayanla hosted reunions. They, well, yeah, which I always thought it was silly that they had a reunion because their sister's like, right. oh, y'all talk. So, like, what was the point? <laughs> like, what but the fuck is going on? They used to remember they called it the Braxton family reunion, and I was like, okay, like, Wendy well, Williams hosted it. it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, how is this a reunion? It's not like a reunion. So they stopped that. They didn't. They don't do that anymore. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. So how do you guys feel about Tracy blindsiding the family when they had come together to make – you know, such a, a bold decision with such, you know, possible legal ramifications. You know what I mean? How do you guys feel about Tracy blindsiding the family? 
I mean, that's... We don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Uh Maybe she just felt like she always gets overlooked. You know how there's that person that, like, nobody listens to, nobody cares about? Maybe they never listen to her input. That energy that she's showing is coming from somewhere. You you know what I mean? Like, nobody just does that. The history is that she got pregnant when they signed their deal for the Braxton's group, and they went on with the group without Tracy. And oh. so there's a lot of resentment from that, just to speak further to your point. There's a lot of well, resentment from the that. Well, there's the alignment. Yeah. yeah, maybe she's just always sort of felt like, I'm going to do me because y'all never thought about me to begin with. There has to be that. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, this is a complete assumption because mm-hmm. I don't know her at all. But I'm guessing she just sort of felt like she has no reason to be loyal because they haven't been loyal to her. Maybe that's where it comes from. I don't know. I don't know Tracy, but I know her album's good. (laughs) (laughs) Asante. You know, she is older, too, so, like, I can definitely see her trying to think that they would get over it if she did it. But I I don't think that Tracy, if she did do this, because I'm hoping she didn't, if she did this, I don't think she understands. Oh, she did it. She's been doing interviews about it, saying how, saying, saying that, you know, she has the first grandchild of the family, and she has to think about, you know, her time, and it's and she has to do what works for her right now, and she has to be focused on her, and it feels good to be focused on me. That's the general tone of her conversation. It's very rehearsed, poorly rehearsed, but very rehearsed, <laughs> um, and that's the center of it. So I, so I wonder what happened. Like, what was the straw that broke the camel's back for her to do that? Exactly. I think we TV whispered in her ear. I think the sisters stopped filming, and I think they picked the person who they deemed the weakest mentally. Yeah, and they whisper. I do, and I think they whispered in her ear, and were like, "We will work with you if you want to, and we'll promote your music, and we'll make sure that the focus is on that. If you will continue to work with us, and they put some money in her face. I wonder what that number had to be like. But I though. also don't. That also doesn't make sense to me in the sense that, like, she, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Is she the draw of the family? Like. No. Are they going to get a return on investment? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. isn't they the point that they, that they want all of the sisters? And to me, this would drive an even bigger wedge between the sisters and WeTV. You right. know what I mean? Like, this probably make them never want to come back. Right. Tamar had been vocal about being upset with the network and their um, push for the sisters to have drama amongst them. Mm. She's um, going on the record saying that representatives from the network wanted them to compete with love and hip-hop. Um, in ratings and in, oh, okay. in tone of the show, and she was saying how they had they had kind of you know pushed certain dramatic things and arguments and breakdowns between the sisters. So I think that there may have been may again this is an assumption on my behalf some interest on the network's behalf in like some sort of dramatic breakdown. And I think that adding someone as problematic as problematically fascinating as Phaedra to the mix only ensures the messy quota quote is met. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It it literally makes this about people wanting to see which why Tracy was, you know, went against the family. People wanted to see if Phaedra had any sort of bad influence. It just caters directly to that scab of messiness that people are attracted to. Right. And I think that's what in their minds made sense. It doesn't make sense to you or me. 
But I think that's what it may have made sense to from the network's perspective. But it's got to be weird to be part of a project that's based on, like, unity as a family and be right. the one that went against the family, you know? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That that charge, like, for her to be that charged up to do that is not coming from nowhere. I really... That's it, built up. And you can't... The sad thing is you can't control when people, like, decide to express or display that. Is you wish it would be in a controlled like state of conversation where you can talk it out and come to some resolve. Yeah. But it usually manifests itself in like things that they do that impact you. So like what she did and how she kind of like, I don't think she really ruined the negotiations. Cause let's be clear, don't nobody give a fuck about a road trip with Tracy and them people. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. We like to see those people with other people, but so not this together. is really happening. This when is, is it happening? happening? The show is airing now. And the ep- their episode two was this week. Oh, so it's already... Oh, it's on. Oh, episode two wow. was this week. And this was the episode where the sisters stopped filming. WeTV is kind of... <laughs> they say they're filming it in real time. Mm-hmm. But this was the episode where they showed the actual crew show up to some location. It looked like the, a salon to film. And they said, you know, there's something going on with talent. They are refusing to show up. That's how the episode ended. And so next week we'll, I guess, begin to understand the transition into the focus on Tracy's life and this road trip that she's going to take. She did Mm -hmm. announce, like, some sort of 11-city promo tour for her record last week on the show. And so I think that's what they're going to film it as, and she's going to bring along her friends. Mind you, Tamar and Tawanda have already gone on record saying Tracy literally, quote, doesn't know. Tracy don't know them people. Them ain't her friends, you know, X, Y, Z, so... Yeah, that's what's going on. Well, I'm not fucking with it off the strength of the best moments that happen on the Braxton Family Values is strictly because of the sisterhood. Like the singing moments that happen, the moments where they're teasing each other, the breakthrough moments, the moments where they get to enjoy the kids. Like these are the moments that we like to see. I'm not interested in seeing one sister be, you know, Tracy. (laughs) I'm not interested. If it was one of the sisters, Tracy would not be the one. And that's no shade. That's just the truth. I mean... (laughs) There's so many of them. Why would you pick Tracy? But if you pick Tracy, I would not be interested in picking Tracy and seeing her with Phaedra, whoever these Fucking other people Phaedra. are. So you're not going to give it a chance because it might be not good. Even, it might be good, but it's the name of Braxton Family Values. And it's right. not. Thank you. It's not. If if they called this, you know, Braxton Family Values, Tracy's Take or something, and then just start calling shit Tracy's Take, you know, then shoo it off. But y'all just going to keep calling this shit Braxton Family Values? So I have to put all of the good things that I have to think about that have happened on Braxton Family Values next to just Tracy and her antics with people I really don't like or care about. Right. <laughs> like, no. Phaedra ass. And, I, and, and just for her, like, it's one thing to take certain opportunities and shit, but, like, for her to be so willing to jump into that seat, like, I'll be controversial enough to, like, attach myself to this family project that I don't have anything to do with, you know, and I'll literally sit up and talk about it as if it's sensible. Like, for her to be so willing to do that, it just speaks to so many things about her dirty, low-down character. (laughs) And just, you know, the way that she just is, is just ain't shit. And so, I don't know, just attachment to that sometimes, you just got to be careful with that. And I hate to see it. Asante, I agree with you 100%. I like watching the Braxton sisters when they are getting along and having fun. That's why we watch this show. Drama is not always the draw to interest in a reality show. 
It's simply not. We like to see them, like you said, singing. Singing, ding a good time. of gold. Have you ding-a-ling ever heard anything of gold like that? was beautiful. What? Tamar and Tony sitting at the piano singing about Trina not being able to let go of her ex-husband at this point, saying that he must have he must a ding a ling gold. gold. Oh, my God. But they sang it in a classic piano <laughs> show tune way. <laughs> Legendary with those beautiful voices. Like, like, meanwhile, the piano is being played in the back, like, like classically, and she's and they fucking it up. Like, these are fun ass moments these that these are sisters the are having together. Daddy, daddy, the, da- daddy, the daddy, daddy song, that's the only one okay? <laughs> we can't, like, that's what we want. We don't want to see these girls fight. And why right. would they encourage that? So it's just kind of disheartening. I hope they get it together. And I hope somebody literally yokes Tracy up and be like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I hope it's too late Evelyn. now if it's right. already in production. Yeah, but this one, she needs it. So maybe she can fall back. You know what I'm saying? Since you a grandmother, act like one. <laughs> Grandmothers should be chilled. You know wow. what I'm saying? And we TV, what the hell is y'all problem? Right, encouraging that stirring up that mess like, between I'm Yeah, at, that's wild. I'm mad at y'all more than anybody because the fact that y'all would A, keep this fucking name, A I guess to be. Network? What like, the fuck is wrong with they y'all? They knew Tawanda wasn't going for it. They knew damn well Tamar and Tony wasn't going for it. They knew Trina wasn't going for it. Trina went to college on the show. Okay, so you know Trina is interested in like thinking her way through certain things. Trina's a successful businesswoman. She has yes. a restaurant sweet that she's expanding into all this stuff. Bar chicks. Bar chicks. You got sweet I knew chicks. it was a chick. <laughs> and I thought about sweet chick. <laughs> yeah. And sweetie pie. No. Pies and thighs. You Speaking of that, chick. we're going to get we, to uh-huh. that. We got to come back to that. We're going to. Uh-huh. We'll get to that next, as a matter of fact. But oh, anyway. Damn, already. So. You know, I just feel like it was really shitty on their behalf to kind of pick Tracy out as, like, the one to kind of try to, you know, sink their teeth into and get to dance. Because they had to well, have it a worked, Braxton. So they, were, they knew why. Yeah, well, and why, we, well, I know why I think it worked. <laughs> well, so yeah. I don't know if, you know, I think everybody kind of thinks the same reason oh, of why it God. worked. Oh, my God. What's the next story? Yeah, so next, we will, we shall overcome. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Let's talk about Nicki Minaj and Queen Radio. Let's talk about it, but let's talk about it from a friend zone perspective, right? Damn, this is my whole music segment. But let's go. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. But we'll talk. Maybe not. Maybe not. Because let me let's talk about it. Why don't we do a mashup? Why don't we do a mashup? So we can forego the my music man segment right now? Well, no, let's just integrate it. Okay. Yep. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. HelloFresh has three plans to choose from. Classic, like me, veggie, and family. So there's something for everyone. Ingredients are delivered right to your door and come in handy, handy, pre-measured, labeled meal kits that only take about 30 minutes to prepare. There's even a 20-minute meal on the classic menu each week for when you're really pressed for time, which you know is a lot of us all the time. Rediscover the excitement of cooking. Knowing dinner just got that much easier with HelloFresh. No more planning, spending money on takeout, or worrying about gathering ingredients. HelloFresh believes cooking should be simple and convenient, not a chore. They make it easy every week. 
week after week with the ability to choose your delivery date to match your schedule and even pause deliveries when you're on vacation. This works for me. I wasn't on vacation. I was on workcation, but I used HelloFresh when I got back because what I really wanted to order from Seamless and other meal you know, delivery services wasn't available, mm-hmm. but HelloFresh was. It was yes. restaurant-level meals right there at my own disposal. And you was doing it, so I know you see some hell out of it. Of course. Too. And, I, I, you know, that prep time, that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs> you know, I didn't mind that at all, and I was able to eat good-ass food, like, in the nick of time like that. So it was great, and I love it. The ingredients come fresh. The meat is perfect. It's tender. I've never gotten anything dry. You know, it's nothing worse than dry, especially chicken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been quite moist. Um, so, yeah, I've been pleased. Hello Fresh. We have been continuing to say hello to one another. Okay. okay? Well, hello Fresh. That's right. And so for a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash FriendZone60 and enter code FriendZone60. It's like receiving six meals free when you go to HelloFresh.com slash FriendZone60 and enter code FriendZone60. So in this conversation, let's just talk queen, shall Mm -hmm. we? I would like to talk specifically about the fact that Nicki Minaj has created this platform, Queen Radio, on Apple Music to voice her uh, opinion and her take on things that are related to anything that she feels concerned with. It could be her project. It could be, you know, sales projections. It could be, you know, um, um, things attached to her reputation that she may feel are unfair. It could be, you know, disagreements with other artists. Anything that she has to say, this is where she says it. And... I want to talk about whether or not it's healthy for an artist, okay? Someone who's an artist with millions and millions of fans, a literal superstar. Is it a good idea for them to have not a talk show, not a, you know, uh, radio format show, but literally just a moment every week to vent a podcast, to essentially. the public? It's a, Queen Radio is a podcast. Literally. It's one podcast. It is absolutely, and that's why I have a problem with Queen Radio. So is it healthy, though, for an artist, someone who is responsible for creating art for consumption, to have an opportunity to be that transparent with everybody, where you're literally voicing your opinion about everything related to what people have to say about you? Literally, oh, I think she's too fat. Well... You know, my bed growing up had a U in the middle of it, and I, you know, ended up shaped like this. What? Or it could be anything. Like, she has an excuse for everything <laughs> that she's, that's going on or attached to her name, and she's saying it. It's like anything anyone has to say about her, she's offering up some sort of excuse weekly. And I wonder, is that healthy for an artist? Because at what point does it start to stifle your creativity? At what point do you become so consumed with what people are going to think about something or whether or not they understand it from a certain way that it affects what you create? I mean, I think it's good in the sense that it's what she wants to do. You know, like, she is clearly having a ball. Like, a ball. She's having the time of her life. She's having so much fun. I listened to, I don't know if it may have been the third or second episode. I'm not entirely sure which one it was, but... She was laughing, you know, she's up there with like, I think her friends or I don't know, just some guys that were hyping her up and they were just having fun. So I'm like, this is where she's at right now. So I can't be mad at it from a business standpoint, like PR standpoint. I'm sure it's a PR nightmare 
<laughs> because these are sound clips and hot takes and the internet kind of loves it. They can kind of, you know, use it against her or use it to fuel more drama when at the end of the day she's an artist and we should be focused on her music. So I can see both sides. But at the end of the day, Nikki's an adult and she wants to do this, mm-hmm. you know? So she's got to do it. Shout out to Queen Radio and her soundboard. <laughs> oh, her soundboard is amazing. Her soundboard had me dead. <laughs> I do not think... I, it's, it wouldn't be healthy for me to have a platform where I got to sit and vent publicly about shit every week because I feel like everybody has their opinions any fucking way. So if I share, like, my disgust or disdain every fucking week, then it's only going to be met with people either... Feeling that or being like, yeah, I hate that shit too, or attacking me for feeling that way. And I just think that that is not the best use of her time as an artist. But if she wants to take the time to respond to everything because she feels like she has not done so in the past, then sure and fine. But I feel like you are being counterproductive when you're calling yourself queen and you're looking at artists that are big, um... I hate to throw any names in the conversation that aren't, you know, that do not belong. But, you know, I think Queen, I think Beyonce, and how she doesn't respond to pretty much anything ever. You know, there have been little times where she did, but she hasn't used title as a breeding ground for saying, (laughs) are we only going to put our music out here on the forefront? We're not really fucking with nobody else. Like, they made it a platform where other artists can really showcase their shit. They gave different voices in different formats, whether it was visually. They added all sorts of shit and bells and whistles. Queen Radio is just a one-trick pony, and I guess it's supposed to just be promotion for the album, but it only makes me want to listen to the album list every time I hear Queen. How long is it going to last? I don't. I want it to be over. I thought it. Was, <laughs> I literally. I thought it was a podcast because it's. I just thought her. it was a one-time thing. I thought it was like the week know, of the album. Yeah, like yeah. I thought it was going to be a fun. One episode beat special in honor of her album uh, launching, but I didn't think it was like an actual radio station. I like Nicki Minaj's work. I respect I like her Nicki as an Minaj. artist. Yeah, I'm a Nicki Minaj fan, and so for me, this is like, damn, uh, it's just kind of hard to digest, and I wish it would stop. So you don't like it? I don't like this going on, no. I don't. Can you imagine Beyonce getting on the radio like... <laughs> When they were, were talking shit about Blue's hair and shit, can you right. imagine her getting on the radio like, for y'all information, my baby is tender-headed. Right. <laughs> but you I feel know? like Beyonce wouldn't want to do that, but Nikki clearly does. But she shouldn't. <laughs> and the reason she shouldn't is because, and this is her words, not ours. Mm-hmm. You the one said you're the queen and all this shit, and you want disrespect. And you're making these great moves, like taking these beautiful spreads for like Vogue and working with Kyrie Lagerfeld and all this shit and I don't know it's just so disheartening to see I wish it would just stop I wish it would just stop I do there is tons of programming on Apple Music Apple Radio and I'm not familiar with all of it but I know like um, Princess Nokia had a show and I forgot what the name of her show was called but um, it's like something weird throw the soup on them (laughs) she has something whatever the fuck the name of the show is i listened to an episode and it was called like the babysitter's club and i thought it was dope that you know princess nokia is a fucking weirdo but she marries how weird she is to her musical taste so you kind of get a a sense of who she is and why she is but i think it was it's dope that's what she used her platform for right i think vince staples i'm not sure if he did but i think he did a apple radio once 
and you know he played his music. And I think about somebody like him that is outspoken and says a bunch of shit. If he would have t- taken the time out to use his shit to do that, it probably would have been dope because of the shit that he has to speak out about. Like when Nicki Minaj is speaking out about when she's saying like hot takes and comedy shit mixed in with the Spotify shit, it's kind of like. I can't take you seriously right now. You're talking about Harriet Tubman and this rice. Or, well, and Kylie baby. Doing? And you're fucking coming for a baby when you're doing... Like, you're, <laughs> Kylie baby. <laughs> like, Kylie and I don't baby. even... You know I'm Kylie not caping baby. for them or no shit like that, but like, God damn, oh, Kylie, what doing? Kylie baby then did to you? <laughs> and then, of course, all that, all that, that's all the people on the internet needed. So now there's all these funny but unnecessary memes about like Stormy versus Nikki and like... Stormy, Kylie would post a picture with the baby smiling, and people be like, see, Stormy ain't worried about Nikki, and you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. Just oh, ridiculous gosh. things. <laughs> Harriet Tubman, now people are having a conversation about what they think she ate, you know, because she said if Harriet would have ate her rice and shut up, you know what I'm saying, our history <laughs> like, would have been different. What the fuck are you doing? Harriet Tubman is in this that now. That fun. I, I must say that I enjoy more than a bar or two from one Nicholas Minaj, Okay. <laughs> I I can do verses. I can remember visuals. Nicholas. I can name performances. I like I I'm one. But I hate to watch Riley's fave just be so annoyingly problematic. Like it's not even that she's problematic in the sense of it's like why is she doing this? There's children watching. But it's like this is gonna sound really petty, but it's problematic in the in the fact that she just won't shut the fuck up. It's almost like you're breeding me into Trump territory when you won't shut the fuck up and you're being strong and wrong about shit. Like, how you coming at Kylie, baby, and you're do- you're doing the same thing when you're selling your merch with your tour, but now that your tour got pushed back because of rehearsals or whatever for your album, it's like you're giving all these excuses, but a lot of the time, people, if they really care what, about that artist, like, they'll read up on that shit. They're not going to look to their Twitter and see you going off and really be like, oh, this is why it happened. Right, that's Because I when you're that. doing that... It's like taken away from the validity of what you're talking about because it's not a like I say all the time. I hate that Twitter is a place where people think long form conversation can be had. So you don't answer these questions on your fucking Twitter. Right. You don't unless you six brown chicks. The point is, <laughs> you know, she really needs to like. And Have then a did you see seat. what Tokyo uh, Styles said? Talking about her hair. Yeah. So Tokyo Styles um, was Nikki's hairstylist. He's Cardi's hairstylist. Kylie's like he's done everybody you could think of. Worked as high up as you can think of, done great things. So um, Tokyo had posted his work with Cardi B for the VMAs, right? Mm-hmm. Hair, Tokyo Styles, whatever, the little short pixie cut, you know, wig, it was cute. Somebody commented, a, a Nicki Minaj fan page commented, like, um, whatever, her hair is ugly, she ugly, blah, blah, blah. Tokyo responds to the tweet and says, oh, and I guess you thought them thin-ass ponytails was cute, LOL. Oh, no. Talk about Nicki Minaj's hair at the VMAs that was styled by Kim Kimball. Did, did she Kim say something? Kim Kimball then mm-hmm. goes on to post, you know, oh, it's a shame that we're tearing each other down. You know, we should work to build each other up. Shout out to all the licensed hairstylists. Wow. Because Tokyo makes wigs and styles wigs, and he's not a licensed hairstylist, cosmetologist. Yikes. And so he then... You know, of course, dun, 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 posts the California code that says that wig makers and stylists do not have to be licensed, blah, 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 blah. Oh, shit. Damn. They said carry on. But she fired Kim Kimball. She did, and now she's using this guy who's super talented. He's so Aaron good. Tay. Yeah. 
He's he so hooks good. his up with that neon hair yes, that was so gorgeous. Yes, I know who he is. Yeah. I was so in love with that scissor wig yeah. that I, I was like, I need to know who yes. this is. So at least somebody got a job out of all this and shit. And shout out to Aaliyah J who <laughs> yes. is doing uh, Nikki's makeup. And that's awesome because she's like a YouTuber. I've been so watching so cool. her YouTube channel for Since years. forever. For so years. that's such a cool come up because I know she loves Nicki Minaj. So. Yep. Her yes. and her best friend Justin Marcus. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's so funny too. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> okay, so Nicki Minaj, you know, get it together. Sit down somewhere. You know what? My advice to Nicki Minaj is to sit down somewhere and get it together. I feel like she just needs a checking. Somebody needs to, like, check Nicki. Do you guys believe in these rumors that she's under the influence? No. Maybe. It's quite possible. Yeah, I just feel like I wouldn't know. Right, that's what I'm like, you know, maybe, like I, maybe, I really... Maybe, maybe not. People have <laughs> breakdowns, people get stressed, people just want to be this way. It could be drugs, right. it could be not. I don't yeah, know. I don't think there's anything... Could be I feel like I would have to see her in person right. to know. I feel like that's a really bad rumor. Yeah. And if Joe Budden would have said something like that about me, oh, I just would have said something back to Joe Budden. Oh, Let me gosh. just put it like that. Oh, um, okay, yeah. So, you know, last one. We'll do one more. <laughs> From a friend's own perspective, right? Right. So how do you feel about Amorosa's acceptance and being accepted back into the good graces of black America because she's been dropping bombs on your mom's killing car alarms <laughs> with all of these Has tapes she? that she's been... I haven't what? tapped into the tapes yet. Oh, my God. Donald Trump conversation between those black women that worked for him... Um, during the campaign, I can't remember their position titles because it doesn't matter. They were the black women that worked for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, but conversation amongst them about how to handle um, tapes that um, tapes that displayed Donald Trump saying the N word or whatever. The, after they said that the tapes didn't exist, Amarosa, okay, recorded them discussing like how to handle the tapes. Wow, um, Amarosa. There's all kinds of conversation about. Um, one of his kids' wives offering her a job to shut the fuck up after they fired her. Um, basically, misusage of funds, all kinds of tapes. She says she's got videos. There's so much stuff coming out, wow. one after another. After How another, does she after do another, this? After another, after another. With all that security? That she got have? tapes from the Situation Room. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why there's a part of me that's like, she is shaking the table, right? And then there's another part of me, but it's Amorosa's hands. I'm just not, I'm not interested. You know what? I've been watching her interviews just because I want to see how she is and what the comments have been saying. And people are really like, like accepting her. Like they're really, and <clears throat> I'm not. Like, yeah, I don't trust her. <laughs> like, like for me, as for me and mine, I can't really do it. Like, you know, we see, or I, I personally saw when she first started on The Apprentice. Like, I remember watching her then. And me- remember thinking, like, oh, this bitch is a snake. I, like, <laughs> thought that it was cute for TV, though. Like, I was like, oh, okay, you know, she getting her shit together. A strong black woman. Okay, cool. But then somewhere down the road, you know, she just was an evil villain for real. So that's just where she is and will forever be in my heart. Um, along with that, watching her during her interviews, like, she talks really really well she talks a good game she knows how to keep people on point she knows how to keep people in line and on interviews and i think that she even has more of a drive now after she's gone under fire with the scandal with the white house and it's crazy because it's almost like and i hate to even put her in this light it's almost like we're watching scandal for real right because yeah. this shit like the way she's on media trains like really yeah. doing these interviews after coming out of the white house with fucking tapes 
You've been recording what? Who? And making them discuss what she wants to discuss in the interviews. That's the part that's fascinating. Right. Every time they try to twist and turn that shit, she keeps them like Okay, on but track. Let, let's stay on track. We're going to... Uh, yeah. you, you asked me a question. You're, aware that this You're is asking a me more than interview. one question. How many do you want me to answer? Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> the original point I was trying to make was that and she keeps them on task. So all that is great, but again, it's at the hands of Amorosa, so I just... Right. I'm not interested, and I too liked Amarosa prior to her. Once she affiliated herself with the Trump campaign, I was completely done. Like it was dead. But dead. before that, she checked two people on television who I was completely in support of, fascinated <laughs> by, and enamored of her through these experiences. The first person was Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. She famously, like, wrangled Wendy She's Williams. She's the reason Wendy Not has wrangled. her show. She's on television, the- yeah, during that six-week run- test or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then the second person was Bethany Frankel. She oh. went on Bethany's. Um, she went on Bethany's talk show and shook her table too. Lassoed her <laughs> ass up and literally like handled her and proved her wrong. And it was just amazing to see her handle that. And now she's about to do that to America, to Black America. Well, the thing is, since she's clearly been recording this the whole time, do you think her joining the Trump administration was just a chess move and not so much like no, but appreciation like, of him? No, she because gonna try she to did make that, that interview talking about every knee shall bow and all that shit. It was way too passionate. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a function. It was her some literally like she felt superior and she was happy to be in allegiance with them when it was working out for her. Until but just it like, wasn't. Yeah, just right. like two dirty bastards, you already know, they're sticking together. It's rooted, it's all built in a lie. Right. It's rooted in evil and a mutual love of evil. And so it never was going to work out. And as soon as it didn't, they turned their backs on the same way Kaya did T.S. Madison on the Queen's Court. Well, you're just a dirty, rotten, <laughs> you know, old put your socks on after you had him yesterday ass nigga this is the kind of stuff that you do you know Kaya looked like she wear yesterday's pro socks wow like she does she looks Side like she wears socks from I yesterday I have been meaning to show you this clip or bring it back to into the existence I've been watching V103 segments because I love mm-hmm. V103 I love those interviews I was watching the old school ones because I used to be obsessed with Portia Fox and I thought it was mm-hmm. dope that there was that episode where Kaya was on there after A Portia was just asked back to be on the radio because she left V103 for a very long time and B her and Kaya had beef public beef and the fact that she was on the radio station with Kaya and there was beefing again live was amazing to me so look up V103 Kaya and Portia Fox if you want to be entertained she's so problematic great well yeah so that's my take on all of that shit and thanks, you guys, for a little pop culture conversation. Yes. <laughs> Move it around, spin it around. Do you want to jump into your tie-in? What about the wellness segment? Give us a little wellness break. No, you we know, will, but I didn't know us. because you said it was close to what you were doing. If yeah, you wanted to just so jump just, right in. So for my segment, I wanted to do an episode of Queen Radio. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do for my segment. Okay, so how are we going to do yeah, this? Yeah, I'm like, what does that mean? I will be Nicki Minaj, <laughs> and you will be my co-host in the studio today. Oh my today God. we will have an episode of Queen Radio as curated by me, Nicki Minaj. Because <laughs> I feel like she's done so such a poor job using her platform. I want to say, if I were Nicki Minaj, what would I be doing with this platform, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what I've decided. 
Queen Radio. This is this week's episode. You get to each be Nicki Minaj. And you get to tell me. No, you don't have to actually be Nicki Minaj. But for this week, you get to be Nicki Minaj and you get to do something positive with your platform. You get to talk about female artists that you have been listening to that are in the rap game. You get to talk about um, anybody that has influenced you positively, whether it be somebody old school. I just want to use Queen Radio as something positive right now. I want to pretend I'm tuning into Queen Radio and we're talking about good things about women in hip hop. Okay. Or even, and I think even let's just go a step further. It would be dope if she would play music that she was really fucking with or brought female DJs in or just did something really amazing. Just something like that. Okay, well, you start. Okay, I am more than happy to start. <laughs> um, so let's start. Uh, I'll start actually with women in hip hop that have influenced me uh, in the past. Uh, I would like to start with, um, in no particular order, um, one Princess and Diamond from Crime Mob. Um, these young ladies, if they would have stuck together, because you know they was flowing together in the group Crime Mob with these niggas, if they would have stuck together after the group, they would have been what City Girls is going to be today. I thought you was gonna say they would have been that little emoji of the two girls in the leotards with oh the my leg God. out dancing. <laughs> Because they look like that. They would have been. With the little bunny ears. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what they look like. <laughs> Dead. Those bitches ran the club and still run the club today, honestly. with Because every time you hear some of them verses, you just know all the words. <laughs> so I would like to say those two bitches are some bitches in hip-hop that have <laughs> been discussed and put on a positive platform. Like Queen Radio. So you're saying that you feel like Crime Mob, Princess and Diamond from Crime Mob influenced Nicki Minaj? No, 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 no. I'm okay. just talking about women in hip-hop in general. So it would be dope. If I were Nicki Minaj and I talked about dope artists, people I think that were dope, that deserve a crown. Yeah, dope. Well, Nicki's been publicly vocal about her love for two women in hip-hop who I love and adore, which is Trina and Cash Dial. Who show love to each other, might I add. Trina is so, like, open and inviting and warm to, like, the new girls that have come along in the game. She She is, is, like, so, so, so supportive. Um, And it's so refreshing to see that. Trina loves Nikki. She shows love to Nikki. They got a song on Trina's new album together. Amen. Um, you know, and so I would definitely, if I, and, and Nikki has also, when she did that interview on Apple Music the first time, before the album came out, she mentioned how Cash Dow always shows her genuine love. You know, she showed love to my girl Cash Dow, KD, no Trey Five. And wouldn't it be dope if she, you know, for the duration of how many episodes of Queen Radio we have, if she brought some of these women in? And let them freestyle. Freestyle, they can have conversations. She, she could even let these women sit and talk to her about how much they love her. She could have Cash Doll come in because, you know, Cash Doll's a real one. And we'll talk about to Nikki about some verses that she liked and fucked yeah. with. She could have Asian Doll come in. Oh, oh, damn. I forgot. Never mind. Only because Asian Doll, you know, I, I know that we should mention the dolls together. But I only thought about Asian Doll next because <laughs> um, at the MTV performance, she had Asian Doll right there in the front row, like, fangirling out while she was doing her performance. So I was like, oh, okay, this is cute that you have this artist, like, here. And I think... Um, when she was here, Malibu Mitch posted at her concert. Or no, that was at Cash Doll Show. But yeah, I think that it's dope that when the women support each other. And that's why I wanted to do this little segment as well. Me too. So who would you sort of end the music man segment further to that, moving further closer to music-related items? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who would you make the new version of Ladies Night with? Oh, oh. I, can't, I can't do that right now. This is Ladies Night. Music is uh, such a different thing for me right now. Like, I would have to think about, like, who I think is 
cool now to put together with that. But I can't think of enough women that have, like, style. Like, every woman, all the women that I, I like now have, like, completely different styles. Like, Rico Nasty even, I, I can't think of who I would put her on records with because her shit is so, like, saucy and fly in a different Six, way. Six, nine. And for the ladies' night? Six, nine for ladies' he night. He would be all right with it. He would be all right with it. He would be okay with it. He wouldn't give a fuck. Oh, my God. He'd be like, it's kind of fly. <laughs> He would do it, <laughs> friend. Who um who would you talk about on Queen Radio? Uh, you know what? I think um, especially now that it's not called to get thong anymore. Now it's what is it? Trap Latin, Latin music, right. which is so weird to me. But okay, I get with the program. Oh, I think I know you finna say Evie Queen. Oh, oh yes, right. Yes. I feel like with she does beautiful nails. Right, she doesn't ever get props. She uh obviously when I. Growing up in music was one of the first rappers I saw outside of like, you know, the Queen Latifahs or the MC Lights. Mm-hmm. But there was also Evie Queen. And I feel like Cardi B is kind of, um, I mean, Cardi B always pays homage to her, especially mm-hmm. like because the nails does. and yeah. the sex mm-hmm. appeal, calling herself Frikitona and all these things yeah. that are very like Evie Queen vibes. But I think especially with trap, Latin trap being so popular I feel like she doesn't get the the praise that she deserves because mm. she was really out there, you know, like visually, just her whole vibe, her rap. She's really, really dope. So I think I would bring it to the Latin side a little bit because I feel like we kind of get overlooked over here. I think that that would have been great for Nikki to do as well, especially because yeah, of diversity. Yeah, rappers that don't have, that don't get their, their homage. And, you know, she has a great lead in because of one verse that she did on one creepy kush mm-hmm. she you know oh, that's killed right. it so I'm just thinking like and Nikki's from the Caribbean see, yes, right she is. so showing some Caribbean love yep. so yeah or island love rather yes yeah so I, I would probably I would probably take time to highlight and kind of like amplify um less what's the word I'm looking for less promoted rappers or yeah. women who have made major impacts and made big dents in the music industry that probably don't get you know that aren't getting icon of the you know of lifetime vanguard or video vanguard or whatever even though they were out there doing these things but they aren't really getting those um awards and praises right. and stuff so i think that that's what i would use the platform for okay are there any other female rappers out that you guys are fucking with i know we thought you said rico nasty earlier we just talked about yeah again Cash Doll has a brand new single called Ice Me Out. Of course, you know who I'm going to talk about. Go ahead. She got a brand new single called Ice Me Out that I love. It's a it's a club banger, call and response track, you know, chorus that you remember and, like, recite when it comes on in the club. It's like mm-hmm. a mood. So I like that she connected with her audience because, you know, club shows are what kept her afloat when she couldn't release any new music. And so it's a direct, you know, um, record that relates to that audience and it's for that audience so i like it for that reason okay any other women that you would like to highlight (sighs) women that i would like to highlight that are rapping um none that i heard recently no all right we can double back as as we uh continue this because it'll probably in the next couple minutes but i'm sure more names will come up what about you friend more women in rap? Yeah, more women in rap that you would highlight past, present, or you've been listening to now. Um, Honestly, the only one I can like truly say is Rico. That's, who, yeah. that's the only person I've like really put energy into. Um, 
I did like Kalani, funny enough, on that track she did. With fucking Saweetie. With Saweetie, I thought Kalani killed it. I was like, low-key, she's a good rapper. I heard a song with Beyonce. Beyonce is my new favorite rapper. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> okay. she did a great job. You heard of what? A new song with Kalani? It's like her and two other girls. It's a new song, but Kalani's verse was like... She nailed it. I'm, I just realized that when you mentioned her, yeah. her voice. I've been so impressed with her performance on a lot of like her features. Mm-hmm. Her voice, like immediately, she kind of steals the show. It's a newer release song that she has. Is it playing with me with Logic? It's her and like some oh, but other, you said girls. Two other girls. Yeah, I don't know. That's the only. I'll I figure it out. I know she's more up. of a singer, but she do be coming through with a little rap every now yeah, and then. Yeah, she sounded great on that Sweetie track. Yeah, she did. She sounded like she could do like a whole little rap wave. You know, she's a West Coast girl too, so. Body mm-hmm. Count Remix. Kalani, Jesse, oh, Jesse Reyes, yes. and Normani. Oh, yes. right, right, right. Yeah, and Kalani's I didn't listen voice, yet, but like, I did see the cover art for it. Oh, you know what? It's, it's funny because we've mentioned her before and I've been a huge fan for years but it's too funny to me that Doja Cat is being known for this move record oh my god because we love Doja Cat you know I think what was it the Wine on Me record or something that you highlighted a couple weeks back or a couple months back rather and a couple other songs you've highlighted on that project so it's funny to see that she's blowing off off of this as she calls it meme music but she is going on tour on Do- you can find out the tour dates on dojacat.com. So I'm like, girl, milk it. Hopefully, this amp up oh, literally. Wow, funny. <laughs> you walk right into the air. I sure did. But she just has to go with it. Hopefully, this amplifies the work she's already done. She's been on IG Live uh, showing her studio sessions, rapping her ass off. And I'm just like, yes, girl. She actually comes from like, a talented musical family, so there's definitely the more. Yeah, there's more layers to her, and I'm hoping. <laughs> Doja Cat is a whining. <laughs> oh I don't whining, but I'm hoping Look, that she. D- DC whining. Doja whining. Right? <laughs> BBCC and Doja whining. <laughs> so I'm hoping this just propels her career where she deserves to be because she's super cute. The heavenly cow. <laughs> That's it for me. Well, amen to that. Um, I just wanted to take this moment to put Nicki Minaj on notice that there is plenty She's on of, notice, friend. Oh yes, God. that there is plenty of talent out there. Um, I would love for you to be successful and give me everything that I want. And while I understand you're an artist and you're never going to do that, I still want to appreciate you and give you flowers where I can. But right now you're making that very hard for me. <laughs> so I've used this segment to remind you that you are not the only female rapper or person that has influenced us that we can get through the day with. So I'm going to just name off a few little hip-hop people that I've been listening to that have been fucking the game up for me. Um, Megan Thee Stallion, I've talked about her once. I've talked about her a few times. Uh, She's from Houston. I really fuck with her. Dope-ass rapper. She's the shit. I fuck with that. Malibu Mitch, also another dope hip-hop person. Um, I've listened to a few of her singles, and she's a really dope, consistent-sounding person. Oh, and let's just also get into Steflon Don. Very quickly. Stefflon Don is amazing. Yes. And I think that it is so petty that Stefflon... Did you uh, see that she did that tribute to Lil' Kim? She did, like, the Notorious K.I.M. cover? No. So she did that on her Instagram, and so um, Foxy Brown blocked her. <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> How do people even know that? <laughs> 
So I just think that is so fucking petty. Woo! That is so petty that people do shit like that. Like damn, Foxy. <laughs> right? Because you that know, girl ain't did nothing to nobody. She did nothing to nobody. And Stefflon Nine actually be sounding like she could do a little yeah, Foxy yeah. too. So I was like, this which is might really, be why she really blocked her. Right? You but know, did, she liked her, and she probably seen that shit. Was you like, think oh, Foxy hell, liked no. her music when she heard it? I don't know why you asking me that. Because oh, you looking no. real. Okay. <laughs> you just no. looking real. What? I asked you. I, I don't do you know. you think that when Foxy Brown I, I so. listened oh, God. to her music, do you think that she liked it? That's what I asked you. I think so. Okay. Well, I'm just wondering. I just wonder what you think. Okay. And I, I'm going to go on ahead That's and wrap I this wonder, segment. You know? um, it's just a question. Why is it so quiet? I mentioned on the show Tokyo Jets once. Um, Tokyo Jets is actually from Florida, Jacksonville. Somebody was uh, in my tweets reply, uh, recommending that I fix that, so that's what I'm doing. But she's also been co-signed by T.I. of One Grand Hustle, which is Atlanta, so that's why I can make the confusion. But please check out Tokyo Jets. She has a song called No Problems, um, or No Problem. She just got some real hidden punches in there, and I just think that she's dope. And speaking of hidden punches, my last also goes to, um, oh, Light Skin Keisha. From Atlanta. I like Light Skin Keisha's music. Light Skin Keisha makes amazing, banging-ass music. And she put up a song on her Instagram, and she was like, um, I'll drop this song after 4,000 comments or 5,000 comments or some shit. When I tell you I was actually commenting a lot in her comments because I needed to hear the full song, so I was trying to make it like 5,000 comments. I was like, I actually really want to hear this fucking song. <laughs> so she dropped the song on SoundCloud. The song is called Pay For Something. And I just like the fact that Light Skin Keisha is such a hood rat that, like, her shit is, like, animated. Um, she's really colorful. Her video, uh, she has a video for Treadmill, and it's really about, you know, empowerment of the female, inclusion. You know, there's women of all different colors, shapes, and sizes in there doing bomb-ass choreography. She's just that type of bitch that I like to fuck with. So I'm going to just play a little clip of Pay for Some, and then uh, I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> you know, little producer tags. Mm-hmm. Make a nigga pay for some. <laughs> I just think that Light Skin Keisha is a treasure, a pleasure, and you all should get to know and love her. Um, I can't help that her name is Light Skin Keisha. I wish that it wasn't. But, uh, we have decided, you know, I was playing her over the weekend, that LSK is a cute little nickname. So, LSK, I'm here for her. She is here for me. LSK. Yep. And that I like sums it up. Keisha. That sums it up for me and Queen Regio. Um, now that we've talked about all the women, I guess if you want, we can still do listens lately, or we can just move on to the next segment. Yeah, I'm actually down for listens lately, because I wanted to shout out uh, Tess Henley. Okay. Who has a new track called Better that was produced by... Jesse Boykins. Yes. Jesse Boykins. My boo cakes. And actually, uh, he stopped by <laughs> 305 Live in LA because I got a, <laughs> I told him to go. I told him, shout out to Rome of Dormtainment and Maya. 
my little uh, LA family. I was like, yo, y'all gotta go. So they all went together. And then I got a shitload of tweets of people being like, Brad, I saw Jesse. Tell him I love him. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I showed him all of your tweets and he said, thank you. He loves you yes. back. Um, but he produced the track. It is so good. So please support it. Tess Hunley is a really dope um, multi-instrumentalist singer-songwriter, which y'all know I love. So please support her. Um, there's also an album by Blood Orange called Negro Swan mm. that is super yes. vibey and cool that I want you guys to check out. Not Black Swan. No. Negro Swan. Negro Swan. Um, so I said, I saying, she's, she was like, <laughs> where's my beautiful girl at? She's gone on Negro Swan. They'd be like, where'd she go? She'd be like, she ain't here. <laughs> That's Negro Swan. Go oh ahead, friend. <laughs> Ozuna has a new album called Aura that I really, really like. I listened to the whole thing. Uh, His Modelo song with Cardi B is on it, if you remember that single, which I thought was really good. Um, And, you know, I have to—I randomly fell into a Fantasia uh, rabbit hole. Oh, yes. Right? And I feel like she had this song—let me see, actually. Let me pull it up. Do you guys—y'all know Stacey Barth? Yes. yes. Okay, so she had a song with Stacey Barth on her definition of Fantasia. Is that what the album is called? Definition of, of the definition of. Oh, is that just what it was? Yeah, the definition of the I definition that orange of, album. Yeah, really pretty artistic thing. Yeah, with yeah. like the metallic face coming out of it. So on that definition of album, she had a collaboration with Stacey Barth, where Stacey actually sang on it and wrote on it, called "Stay Up." And I really feel like it was so overlooked. Yeah, that project was slept on. Yeah, and I don't know why, because that song in particular was so good. They sound so good together. So I kind of fell into a Fantasia rabbit hole and then got stuck on that track and kind of kept playing it on repeat. Um, And that's it, I think. Let me see. I'm looking through. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) And Tracy Braxton. And Tracy Braxton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and a lot of you were uh, tweeting me telling me to check out uh, Bino French. Uh, this new artist, he has a project called Just Bino. And I know Mouse is... Oh, I'm, apparently he's friends with Mouse because Mouse is like always shouting him out. And I think Mouse even caught a couple of the tweets you guys are sending me and he dope. was like co-signing it. <laughs> so I checked it out and Bino is very, very dope. He actually has like a show, I think, coming up soon or he's been gigging. So oh, check him out. Yeah, he's from the tri-state area. Bino French, B-E-A-N-O French. I Check thought him being out. French was French Montana's new vegan music. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but let me see, because I want you guys to see. I don't know. My phone this is what he sounds like. <laughs> you are cracking up. Still going. <laughs> Listen to his voice. It's Monday morning. You look amazing. I just want to help you to wake up. And start your day off for me, for just don't have to stress, girl, about that mess in your affairs. Sounds good. Right? So he has like a sweet voice. So I like it. Um, oh, and last track. Uh, have you guys heard of an artist called Kyle? Yeah, the rapper. Yeah, yes. he has a song called "Moment." Yeah, featuring Wiz Khalifa yep. that yes. I have had on. Come on, friend. You <laughs> listen, damn it. Friend I gotta, been jamming. I gotta mm-hmm. play it too, cause I've had this on repeat too. It's just a feel good record. And the words, mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> I have a story to tell you. Chest. 
This feel like my moment. Everyone needs a fan. Everyone needs a closer. Let me see your hands up high if you know one. Let me see your hands up high if you know one. Nobody's a no one. I'm gleaming. I'm the me I see when I be dreaming. I remember thinking that I never see it. So he's dope. I love that. Nobody's a no one. Right, it's right. like black commencement music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like a black graduation song. This is like a true blue feel good record. Yes. It reminds me of, it kind of reminds me of um, the Eminem, you know, what is it? You got to lose yourself in the lose music. Yourself. So it has that same sort of vibe. So yeah, Kyle featuring with Khalifa Moment. Um, and that's it. Those are my listens lately. I just want to give a really quick shout out to the artist Major. I went to um, his EP release party in Harlem, and the music was dope. He's yeah. a great singer. His voice is like amazing. Yeah, it's just Major spells. Just, just Major. Like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's got a really dope um, R and B like raspy kind of like tone to his voice. Um, he signed to Empire Records and. He worked with um, Harmony Samuels on the project. So it's like really, it's really dope. I'll definitely check it really, out. Really, really dope. So shout out to him. Yeah. Dope. I randomly was listening to Amine's album. There yeah, are some me too. Dope cuts on to there. Amina. Who? <laughs> Amine. <laughs> Say it one more time. Amine. Amine. Acids. <laughs> There's an accident on it. No, acids. Amino acids. Oh, my oh, God. No, no acids. <laughs> oh, um, he's got some dope tracks that I was fucking with and, uh, not just because I was on the West coast, but I kept ending up listening to I am Sue. He dropped a new project. Um, what is the name of this fucking project? I am Sue been out here. He been, been working. And when I tell you I have cuts from so many different projects, That's what I should I'm just saying, make like from years ago, I should legit make a I am Sue uh, playlist because there are so many, like I was going back and listening to the other songs. And I was like, damn, these still ride too. Like this one still go harder than this one. Like I was like, I have too many, too much fun with this nigga. But, um, he has a song called, uh, Shmop house, which was the shit. <laughs> and then I started to slowly get into the track before it called Lake Merritt. Uh, I'm going to play that one. Lake Merritt. Yeah. You would like this song. <laughs> <laughs> Walk inside the bank, count Benjamin Franklin. Every single morning, oh, take a DNA. I'm going to rub my nose because the weed smoke stanky. Guarantee she know I like it. It's dope. When I tell you. <laughs> There were so many songs on this fucking project. I was like, oh, wait, I got to run that one back. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, let me put this on and repeat for a while. So That's baked Beano Fresh. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my Absolutely. God. And then he has a song on here called Friends, which is really dope. And it features... Friends? Na- uh, friends. And oh. It- <laughs> friends. 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 Like, no. what? No, it's Friends, and it's featuring Neff the Pharaoh. And I'm going to just play a little clip of this one, too. See, let's just make a beautiful song tonight. <laughs> Gotta make sure his instruments is working. <laughs> yeah, I gotta see Dustin over here. His hands on his knees. So, yes, that's the wave I've been on. Cute. 
That's that's Here for it. jamming. Y'all yeah. both been jamming this yeah. week. You know, it's a couple of cuts in there. So you y'all know. said if y'all ain't do nothing else this week, you was listening to some goddamn music. I mean, that's listen, right. Anything to survive. That's right. So <laughs> yep, that's it for Music Man Land. Now we're gonna move on on to TV Land. Well, yeah. I'm gonna jump in wellness. Oh, wellness. See, yeah. See, you skipped around. I told you should have gone. <laughs> but this will be quick. It'll be quick because it'll. It's actually just an announcement. So I mentioned in the live show that I was doing a collaboration with Talkspace. Yes, you did. As you guys know, they have been uh, sponsoring my wellness tour. Thank you to them. That's so amazing. The stop that they sponsor is actually the one coming up next month in Joshua Tree on September 15th, which is sold out. Thank you so much, guys. Um, but I have a collaboration with them next month that will be featuring Jorel. Yes. Who is, right? Jorel. A lot of you have been spelling his name all kinds of crazy online. So it's J O R dash E L. Jorel. And uh, the collaboration is between myself, Talkspace, and IGTV. So we are going to do a four part series. Friend. Right. That'll be launching once a week. Um, as of right now, it'll be launching the third week of September but of course I will keep you guys posted on the launch dates when they're dropping the times the days and basically there's an email I want you guys to email askfranandjorel at gmail.com so askfran you guys can spell that and jorel remember it's j-o-r-e-l for the email um, I'll have that in the information box under this episode. But I want you guys to send questions to the email because this is basically me providing a platform for you guys to receive free therapy and have all of your questions answered by a therapist. Yes. So what we'll do is once you guys start sending them in, I will give you this prompt every week before we film. And you guys just send in everything you want him to talk about. We have a production team that will be filming us and we will be going through all of your questions and creating five to ten minute videos, depending on like the questions and how many we get. We'll be creating a video to answer all of your questions and we might even do a live to celebrate once it's over where you guys can ask in real time with me and Jarrell. And he, if you've been to our live show and most importantly, if you listened to last week's episode, he's amazing amazing at what he does he's actually opening a wellness center in new york soon hey so not only yeah so he is not only working with talkspace but he's also branching out and creating an amazing community-based wellness mental health health brand of his own his company includes um a nutritionist a dietitian, therapist, mental health counselors. It's basically a holistic approach to you feeling better. And that's what his wellness center will be about. Obviously, when that launches, we'll all be there to help him promote absolutely, it. And absolutely. So we'll keep you guys posted on that. They're actually going to have a lot of events leading up to the launch of that wellness center. So I'll keep you guys posted on those events as well. Different panels, meditation retreats, guided meditations within his center so i'll let you guys know about that but for now please email ask friend and jorel that's j-o-r-e-l at gmail.com send us in your questions we are about to produce the hell out of this y'all know if i'm involved it's gonna be beautiful it's gonna be well done and clean and look great and i'm gonna make sure that Everything that you guys need asked gets answered. So take advantage. Take advantage that uh, Talkspace is providing this for us. 
And I'm very excited to sink my teeth into it. And hopefully we can build more and more projects beyond that just to cater to you guys and your needs. Because I know therapy can be expensive and not everyone has access to it. Not everyone's insurance covers it. Um, Not everyone has the funds to see a therapist weekly can be very expensive. They don't all uh, charge on a sliding scale. So take advantage. Have someone answer your questions. So please write in. The email is live as we speak. Once again, askfranandjorel at gmail.com. And I will let you know when the episodes will air. And that will be on my IGTV. Shout out to Talkspace. Shout out to IGTV. And shout out to me. What a dope collaboration. <laughs> what a dope idea. So cute. What and a great resource. Yeah, and it's going to be great because uh, it's going to be f- new for me because I've never filmed anything in the vertical platform, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is, like, different. But I also understand that's the wave. That's kind of, mm-hmm. like, where production is going now, especially with music videos. And so I'm actually excited on a production side to kind of um, – put my brain together with their team and kind of see yeah. what we come up with. So. This is great. Congratulations, Thank friends. You. I'm very excited. Oh. Yeah, so mental health, we're going to keep uh, putting that at the forefront of the online conversation and coming up with creative ways to bring you guys the resources that you need to help you live a higher quality life. So that's it. That's Amazing. it for this week's Amazing wellness balls. segment. Amazing. <laughs> Amazingly healthy mental balls. That's what <laughs> And shout out to Jarrell for being shout out so to Jarrell. Shout out to Superman Daddy. Uh, Y'all right. make a great duo. That's going to be really successful. Yeah, friend. I think we have great chemistry. I'll bring the playfulness. Yeah. You'll bring the certification. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. it'll be it'll be great. I'm very excited that that this is all coming together the way that it has. Fantastic. Um, and also, last thing, London, you are the last city of the activation tour. Um, everyone else is pretty much sold out, which is, well, Sedona is about to be sold out this week. So I don't even know if by the time this, this airs, it probably will be, but London, you are now live on the site activationtour.com. The applications are up, please apply. And we will be responding to you within the next two weeks and get the rest of the tour rolling. And that's it. Justin, let's move yes. on to TV land. What you got for us this week? I got good energy coming off that good ass moment you just announced. That's <laughs> okay. what I got. I don't Amen. even want to talk about nothing stupid. <laughs> Shit. I don't know. Um, well, Married to Medicine in the vein of intellectual things. Yes. Married to Medicine is coming back. They had the greatest catch up special that came on. It was only a half an hour. This is more of like just a, a tip for everybody. Mm-hmm. If you want, we often talk about how much we love Married to Medicine. If you want to get familiar with that, now is a great time. All of the episodes are on demand. Okay. Um, on Bravo's On Demand. And then you also can watch the half hour catch up special. It's called How They Got There. And it tells kind of the story of each um, couple that's involved with the cast on Married to Medicine. So get ready because the season premiere of season six is this Sunday, and we will definitely be talking about that. Y'all know Married to Medicine is one of my favorite shows, as well as like Asante's, Furies. You know, we all love Married to Medicine. (laughs) So there's that. Um, there's a lot of scuttlebutt about this next season (laughs) of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, right? Season 11, there's been so much scuttlebutt and murmuring about, 
Yeah. I have to start using that. About uh, season 11 of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, apparently, there's been, there's been all, why did I say there? Like, it had an L in it. Apparently, there's been, <laughs> there has been. Meanwhile, I'm still stuck on scuttlebutt. Right. <laughs> there's been some scuttlebutt with my order. Right. There's been some, you know, a lot of chit-chat scuttlebutt. Um, but, yeah. So, lots, lots, a lot. See what I mean? <laughs> Loving the mail. Tongue just Millie rocking. But anyway. <laughs> Millie locking. There's been a lot of chatter about this upcoming season. A lot of the, the people who have been testing to be a full-time peach holder, the coveted peach holder position, who's going to replace Kenya, whose sidebar looks beautiful pregnant. Yes. She just was at a women's expo promoting her hair care line. Her mm. stomach is so big. She's just literally glowing. She looks Aww. beautiful. But um, and I'm also happy to see and report that she is keeping in touch genuinely with several of the ladies from the cast. You know, she still engages with them. It was real. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to see them form a real bond after working together in such hellish capacity for so long. But you know, the real shit stands out. Yeah. Um. But anyway, lots going on about the ne- the new season. Um. Candy and Portia have unfollowed each other on inter- on um Instagram which has been really weird because we were all excited about them, you know, rekindling their friendship. They were always fun to watch on good terms. Mm-hmm. So seeing them at this stage has been kind of like, eh. And so now they're falling out again, but it's going to make for great television. I can't wait to watch. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about That's The Real true. Housewives of Atlanta. I don't care about The Real Housewives of Potomac Reunion. I'm glad it's over. Um, yes. And... That's all I have to say about that. Love and hip hop fucking Hollywood wow. has been amazing. A roller coaster. Lyrica's pregnant. One minute her and A1 are in love, one minute they're not. A1's mama had on a burgundy, not even burgundy, it was more like a. Ooh, I don't even know how to describe the color. It was a cross between oh like a God. cranberry and a plum. Synthetic. What? Synthetic like Bob wig. Yeah, you know, like bad. it was just a lot of, of bullets and hyphens to her wig. <laughs> and so seeing that on TV as she's having a really serious conversation in tone and nature, it, the balance, it was just kind of hard to attain. That was um, pretty. <laughs> bad. Yeah, pretty bad. She literally like looks like color. she's in a Halloween costume. <laughs> At least she was very much seen and definitely not heard this episode. Yeah, but, you know. Um, it also was funny watching K. Michelle cry about her butt. She was literally butt hurt. Oh, so wow. that was funny. Wait, uh, what about her butt? Well, she got her, she had, like, butt shots that went awry. Yeah, and she and got so it she got them all, so she was crying about her ass hurting after that oh, surgery. Oh, it hurt. Oh, yeah. Man. And she was saying how the all of her, yeah, she was saying how all of her friends you know, that she felt like she had helped out. They weren't there for her. And she was like, and I hate them. Cute drama. Wow. I want to get revenge. Cute drama for her in Paris again. <laughs> and it I was funny. Get yeah. It was funny, but I just couldn't believe she was. I was, it was, it took, I was taken aback because I was like, she's literally butthurt. Like this, I <laughs> no, wondered I if, that was a good well, one. I began to wonder <laughs> if, because you know, everything has an origin, right? Lots of phrases and insults. So I began to wonder. Self, in the history of time, was someone, you know, in this position, it couldn't have been butt shots, but maybe somebody had like an ass issue and they were hurting <laughs> and in pain. Somebody saw them and laughed at it and said, you know what, I'm going to start calling people butt hurt. And is that how that started? Because seeing <gasps> K. Michelle butt hurt was funny. Sorry. And there was also a picture attached to... That shit looked to, huge watching her uh, and the doctors between her face down, ass up. Right. I just want my health back. Well, unfortunately... <laughs> You know, well, 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 well. This is the second person I've seen hacked up on goddamn Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. 
hacked up. <laughs> yeah, remember when Tierra Marie was getting the work done? She did get and work they, done. And they like literally showed, you know, when they showed something under the skin moving, I'm like, oh my God. And when they showed this. the fat That's sucked not... out of the tubes going into yes. that machine, that was a lot. Uh, but I guess you oh want to reality remember TV. On, um... TLC. Chasing Atlanta. Oh. Didn't oh one of them. <laughs> Do you remember one of them got lipo on? You know, am I making no. that up? <laughs> I don't remember that. The hairstylist got lipo on, on the, show. the show. Oh wait, you know what? I think. You, am right. I making that up? You right? Because Jaylon. Yeah. But did they show him? Getting... I feel like they did. <laughs> or maybe he just watch. said it and I pictured it. I don't know. They, but knowing chasing Atlanta, they may have. Right. They tend to mimic scenes from like you know other right. well known well known <laughs> when they're not using actual clips. From I don't. <laughs> I hope not. I don't want to see Jaylon's. Oh my god! You think they're using Tierra Marie clips? They might have. <laughs> I would well, not put it past they, them. I mean. It's not a, it's not a, you know, it's not exactly a, you know, they're not going across the aisle. It's not bipartisan politics. They're not going across the aisle. It's not that I'm, I'm laughing and you gagging, but you know. Sorry. Low key, they could be a group. Tierra Marie, Jaylon, and Rico Nasty. Look, wow. They'd be like, they call Tierra Marie, the cousins. Jaylon, Anthony, Rico, Rico Nasty. Nasty. Because Charlie's Angels, Holy come Trinity. on. Charlie's Angels. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, but other than that, How love and hip hop. I don't know. We caught the bus. <laughs> the city bus. Um, but, yeah, love and hip hop Hollywood has actually been quite entertaining. Mm. Um, seeing Nikki Baby in Paris cussing out every woman that they found out <laughs> was in Akbar's life was hilarious. What? Uh, yeah, everybody, they, they they bait these women who they discover are in his life into conversation by means of, like, fake interest in their work or whatever, only to confirm that they actually are, you know, in relationship with him in some capacity. So they can tell Tierra, being friends but very messy. And it's funny because they always, of course, it ends up getting combative and they argue and it's so funny. It goes into like I got money and oh bitch you blind and delusional and you know it's just all the insults that we've come to know love and expect. Right. So like, that's been great. I like how the Carly Red character has been split into like Paris and Brooke Valentine. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, both of them are literally like filthy messes. Right. Brooke Valentine is funny though when she told that girl, "I'm like, sorry, Carly had to break Red. up between in front of the clinic and." Through them condos through those, bitch. yeah. And she's the whole take oh, on I her. Oh, I saw that clip on Twitter. The whole take on her saying that she was co-parenting, <laughs> all that was hilarious. Like, like when I tell you Brooke Valentine is nuts, like Carly Red nuts, <laughs> because when that girl said she was present pregnant, she was like, Oh well, I wasn't planning on having another one anyway. So I was like, Oh no. And she means it. But he loves it. So shout out to Brooke Valentine slash Carly Red for who I would like to let the record reflect record reflect I'm telling you my tongue is just fighting me this on week. it today but um you know and shit like that <laughs> um I would like the record to reflect that um Brooke. shit I, oh yeah Brooke Valentine is still saying oh we got to film today okay we gonna film like she literally <laughs> like that hair and makeup and wardrobe that's her quick we on point like acupuncture for what it's for <laughs> I'm not saying she's a fashion girl I'm not saying you know put her in the front row during fashion week I'm just saying in that space she's doing what the she's fuck on. she needs to do she's on yeah and I even like you know what Apple Watch Apple Watch and Akbar look alike <laughs> 
If you watch the show, you'll know what I mean. You see I how Asante reacts. I'm not Googling it. Apple Watch, who still looks like the picture at the end of the good times. You know that painting at the end of the good times thing? Where all the people are like going, Karen, right? right now, I got to shit Apple Watch wig. still looks like hold on, hold on, hold on. But she also looks like Akbar. They look like they could be like siblings. What is happening? Who is Apple Watch? One of the characters? On Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. If you know, you know. I'm telling you. Like, if you know. She's yeah. one of the female rapper strippers turned Who female I like, rappers. By the way, the I show. like her. Okay. I like her character and her yeah. character portrayal. They even gave Apple Watch like a family moment this week. So I was like, okay, we, you know, really trying to put her into the cast. I like that. Because, you know, some Watch. girls, I just can't wait for them to get off screen. Right. It's been very, very gravitational. Yes. Um, yeah, and that's basically it for TV Land this Basketball week. Wives. No power? Copy. That's it. Power. Oh, I see Apple Watch. Oh, power. Oh, you see Apple Watch. <laughs> now look up Akbar for no. me. No. <laughs> power, I just want to say one thing. <laughs> Thank you for finally giving us one moment, although brief, <laughs> where we were able to fucking exhale and be satisfied as viewers. Because, baby, when I say they rolled that police station like some dice <laughs> and walked right up out of there and everybody was on one accord. Okay. So that scene when they were all giving the story to the police and all on the same page, like, they get that like montage. Mm-hmm. Right. That was such a pleasure to that watch. That shit was so funny because they ran through that part so quick. Yeah, it, it was just like like and you we... can see everybody's face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, y'all know I was dying watching that. That's shit. literally how it looked. And Thank then... you for that, though. We needed finally one moment where we could just finally be satisfied as viewers. I'm already nervous about this whole Tommy and Ghost rift. Um, Kanan's ding dong the Kanan's dead I mean who didn't Mouse see that coming tweeted am I the only person that cried yes Mouse, <laughs> yeah. but there, somebody made a video uh, montage is like a goodbye to Kanan and it was oh, so funny because they were they, they were playing this. how do I say goodbye no. in the background no. and they were showing like I? scenes from 50 <laughs> Cent's real life where he would be like in a club popping no. bottles and stuff <laughs> Acting like it was scenes from Kanan's life. That's what made it so funny. And the fact he did it in Kill Tariq. Well, he really loved him. He did really love Tariq. But also, can you shoot through the windows of a police car? Or is that glass bulletproof? Because you damn sure can't open that door. I don't know. I will. Let I me feel also, like if he really wanted to, he could have killed him. Yeah, he we talk about Kane. Right. Because like, literally, he could have just opened that door. Because I think right. he was just locked in the back seat. You can't open, and he needed to be open from the outside. He could have literally just opened that door. I think he legit loved that kid. I so will. Rick's life. Well, fuck Kane. Which man. made it he even got what worse. Because he, he could have solved our problems and killed, Kane, killed Tariq. Tariq. Until we find out Tariq's his son. Oh, yeah, you see that kind of... And you know what? And then Tariq's going to be pissed gonna that come, he killed yeah. his own... Well, he got he his dad on, killed his own daddy. <laughs> Can he I just say, at this point. I will give Kanan that one thanks right before he died, that look of fear on Tariq's face in the back of that cat, that car. Like, I was <laughs> like... Back of that I was cat. like, yes, yes, he's going to kill him, and then they're both going to die. Like, he's going to kill him and pass out. Like, I didn't know what was about no. to happen. But the way that they... He was like... <laughs> I he was went like, to hitting them damn doors. <laughs> no, way, that nigga backed out like he was going to phase through that shit. Like his X gene was going to activate. <laughs> like, nigga, you ain't getting out of this. Whatever you think's going to happen. It's shit. also good to see in Raina news, you know, she went up to heaven and she's still pursuing her acting. Not she's Raina like, news. Uh, Raina is acting up in heaven. She's playing Bobby Christina in... Um, <gasps> There's some project that's about to come Wait, out. Wait, you being serious? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Raina. She's, she's literally about joking? to play Bobby. She's can't literally. Tell. He's lying? I'm not. She's literally about to play uh, Bobby Christina. 
Dustin, oh. look me in the eyes because I cannot tell you. Oh my now looking. <laughs> oh my god. She's gonna play no, Bobby no, no, Christina. No, 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 no. I promise you. Oh. My bad. That's my bad. Oh. Yep. My ears. <laughs> that was Raina. I... That was Raina communicating with you, telling you to stop doing that. <laughs> I. Oh, all right. Yeah, she's going to play Bobby Christina. I will say that that is a great casting choice. All b- right. But that has me fucked up because it's Raina. <laughs> she's still happy. She was. She been dancing since she died. Remember when she died and we seen her dancing at in that the block, block party? party. <laughs> well, she's living her literally her best life in heaven. <laughs> if it's ever been living your best life, it's got to be in heaven. Please. And as you can see from Raina, it was, you know, her transition was a good thing for her. Y'all are hilarious. Please. Is that it? Please. So let's jump into this week's black business. I got a lot of questions about who did my hair. It was at the Hair by Susie Salon. That's Mm. the actual at Hair by Susie as well as the website. But the person who specifically did my hair, her name is Christina Danielle. Her Instagram is long, so bear with me. Christina Danielle! <laughs> when she was tagging herself, she was like, damn, I need to change this shit because it was so long. Well, look, not now. Right, shit. don't change it yet, girl. But it's it's tresses, T-R-E-S-S-E-S, by, B-Y, underscore, Christina, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E. So once again, that's tresses by underscore Christina with no a with no h, uh, Danielle, and I tagged her on my Instagram. So if you go to the video where you see my hair being twisted, she's tagged underneath. So if that's easier for you, it's the but, one with the long name. Yes, the one with the <laughs> long ass name. You can't miss it. She's amazing. <laughs> she's super funny. We ended up uh, loving each other. Like I told her, that's my ace now. So whenever. I need a hairstyle. We've actually been like swapping ideas for what I'm gonna do for the next live show. So I love it's it. gonna be like our new little team tag team thing. Um, and she's Haitian, so she's yeah. a Shout cousin out. of mine now. Shout out. You know, so I thought that was really cool. We had that connection. So once again, tresses by underscore Christina. No H. Danielle. Shout her out. Send her love. Go follow her. Tell her how amazing you found my hair because it's really, really freaking cute. I did not even think I was going to keep it in this long. But two weeks in, I'm still here. And it looks great. Still looks fresh. Um, So, yeah, that's this week's Black Business. Do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? Nope, not this week. Smirky smirk. Smirky smirk. I have just, just got my hair braided. For 305, so... Super cute. Um, my hair might be a different color next week. I don't know. Oh, cute. <laughs> I'm just... I don't know what it is. Ever That's since your I, church announcement. <laughs> y- yes, it absolutely is my church announcement. So, um, <laughs> anybody out there that wants to braid my hair, do it for me. You know, I'm accepting submissions. Oh, cute. Um, only really requirements are being Harlem. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> Outside of that, formal church announcement is coming soon. Yay. How about you, friend? Um, I think I did all my announcements throughout the show. Oh, baby, the doors of the church are open over there. <laughs> but I will remind you guys that we will be in Toronto. What's that? Saturday, September 22nd, I That's believe. That's correct. Uh, at 8 p.m., please, please grab your tickets at thefriendzonelive.com. Of course, we have other cities on the fall tour. The flyer is pinned to the Friend Zone Twitter, which is Friend Zone pod 
Do you guys know that we have a Facebook? Because we do have a Facebook where yes. we post all of the flyers, all of the tour dates, all the episodes. If maybe you're someone who uses Facebook and want to be alerted there, it's the Friend Zone podcast on Facebook. You know we finna ramp up the Instagram too. Yeah, I know, right? We should post all of our cute pictures. We'll just be posting selfies all day. Right. <laughs> Um, but for now, we have the Twitter. Once again, it's at Pod, The Facebook, which is the Friendzone Podcast. And, of course, follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Tidal, and wherever you get your, your uh, podcasts. And that's it for us this week. Yes. As always, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next week. Stay black and protect your magic. And b- report all the weave pages on Instagram and spam. Yes. <laughs> and quit calling for Microsoft support when I got Apple products. <laughs> that is so random. Thank you very much. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.